<laughs> What's happening, weirdos? This is James Marsden. James Marsden? How did how did this happen? This is truly incredible. I, I've run into uh, old Jimmy Boy. I'm already calling him Jimmy Boy. It's our, it's only the intro. I'm calling him Jimmy Mars. Jimmy Mars and I have run in, our, our paths have crossed a few times over the years, and it's always a delight running into him. Uh, but I was a little nervous asking him to do the show. He's a movie star, for crying out loud. The Notebook? Ever ever heard of it? X-Men? He's Cyclops. And here he is on You Made It Weird. I'm thrilled. He's also on a new show, which is on Amazon Freebie, uh, which is going to drop uh, in two days on April 7th. It's called Jury Duty on Freebie. It's hilarious. It's incredible. That's his newest thing. You got to check it out starting on April 7th. I believe four of the episodes will be dropping on April 7th. Then you'll be able to watch new episodes every Friday until April 21st. So check out Jury Duty with our boy, Jimmy Mars. Uh, and I, if you'd also like to see some live comedy, I'm on, I'm on the road. Go to PeteHolmes.com if you'd like to come and see me do stand-up or go to Largo-LA.com if you're going to be in the LA area. I do a monthly show at the Largo Theater, so there's a good chance I'm doing a show. Uh, I believe the next one is May 4th like Star Wars Day, may the fourth be with you. That's going to be excellent. Uh, or go to PeteHolmes.com and see where I'm going to be traveling to. In the meantime, I don't know why I said it like that. If you are new to the show, I only do sponsors that I actually use and actually love, like our friends at Living Libations. This episode is brought to us by those friends at Living Libations. My whole life, I was careful about what I was putting in my body, but I was never really careful about what I was putting on my body when it came to uh, moisturizing or toothpaste or, or hair products or skin products, eye products, dental products, baby products. And obviously those things, when you just buy them off the rack at, a, at some random pharmacy, they're filled with toxic chemicals. They're filled with stuff that isn't good for you, that gets on your skin, into your bloodstream, into your body. So enter Living Libations to help, meaning you can have incredible, wonderful, great acting, great acting, I just mean effective, powerful skin care, hair care, baby care, that you look at the ingredients and you recognize every single thing on the list. It's unbelievable. I want to eat food where I recognize the ingredients, and I want my skin and beauty care to be exactly the same. It's skin care, it's beauty care that you can feel great about putting on in your body, keeping you healthy, keeping you looking vibrant, keeping you looking alive, beautiful, whatever you want to say, whatever words, what poetry moves you today. We use their best skin ever moisturizer, both Val and I. Uh, a bottle lasts many, 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 many months, just a couple, literally two little beep, beep, the whole face, completely moisturized, glowing, beautiful, and you can you can read the ingredient. You get it. Living libations this is a great way to support the show. Whatever you've got in your medicine cabinet or on your next to your sink, Living Libations has a high-end, premium, natural replacement for whatever you got. So this is a great way to support the show. Pick one of those products, replace it. I promise you'll love it. It'll be super effective, and you can feel good about putting it on in your body. So go to livinglibations.com slash weird. You'll get 15% off livinglibations.com slash weird. Do your body a favor and show your support of the show. Livinglibations.com slash weird. We're also brought to us by our friends at Onnit. Everybody knows I love nootropics and Onnit Alpha Brain is the OG and I absolutely love it. Absolutely swear by it. 
What is it? It's earth-grown ingredients that helps you with memory, concentration, and focus. So I don't know much about you, but whatever you're doing, if it involves your brain, you could probably use to give yourself a little bit of an edge. It's not like caffeine. It's not a stimulant. It doesn't give you energy. It doesn't get you all jacked. It gives your body, the brain, the nutrition that it needs to concentrate, to dial in, to focus, and to create. So whenever I'm doing stand-up, doing this podcast, sitting down to write a script, or just going, like literally it's Saturday night, Val and I are going to go on a date, I take a couple alpha brain before I go out because I like to be able to listen, engage, access my vocabulary, access my memories and stories and just be a good, full brained person. So this is a secret weapon in my life. It's made a huge change. I wish I knew about it in college. It would have made such a difference when I had to memorize stuff. But now I'm memorizing lines. I'm memorizing different things here and there from a job. Makes a huge difference. If you like Alpha Brain one tenth as much as I like it, you're gonna shit your pants. Go to onit o n n i t dot com slash weird. I've moved up to their black label. That's I just updated my subscription. It's easy to update your subscription. I love the black label. It's just a, a slightly more optimized formula. Love it. Onit.com slash weird. Get your brain working. I'm making up these slogans. Get your brain working and working better with Onit dot com slash weird all right everybody enjoy the incredible james marsden get into it you don't even really need the headphones anyway you want, you want me to have them on? it's de- it depends you like listening to the show i mean yeah <laughs> i'm sorry i do love the sound of my own voice right it's yeah. like when you do voiceover yeah Forgive me, do you, do you have like a famous voiceover guy you do? Uh, uh, I gotta go. <laughs> if, you don't, if, you don't, if you don't know by now, if that's a question, whew, we got a long road about? ahead of us. If you guys Are you in Tangled? No, no. Are you, you're no, not, no, you're not, not Tangled. We had the guy from Tangled. The guy oh, from Zachary, Tangled. Zachary. Yeah, I call him the guy Flynn from Flynn Rider. That's right. Yeah, right. You would have been a great Flynn Rider. Um, we sort of, ch- I, did, uh, I did Enchanted. And there was some voiceover work in that, so half of it, mostly live That's action. That's right. That's right. And some of it was, some of it was animated. I see. But it was very brief. But you know, tell me if this is your experience. I tell people that that do voiceover when you're first starting, because yeah. you've been doing this for twenty years, more, thirty, thirty years. Yeah. I mean, I, the first 10 wasn't really doing it. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Let's remember those first 10. Right. When you would go in a booth and you'd hear your own voice, and it would actually kind of freak you out. It would make you yeah. bad. I didn't like that. No, yeah. no. It became, because the, the, the fewer distractions you have, the more focused you're going to get on all of your insecurities and every... That's every, it. Like every, yeah. You're literally in a coffin. Like yeah. someone has stood a coffin up. You're like, I'm examining under a microscope this element of your talent Double or voice. lack thereof. That's right. And it's your voice. You know, like, I yeah, tell me a story like this, James E. Mars. I'm so happy to see you. I'm Thank good. You yeah, good to this. see you. Thank really you. This is it. making me very happy. Should I keep these on, or does it matter? I think mine were just a little distorted. It sounded like the '90s. Okay. The '90s alternative. Well, I feel like I'm so, trying to be cooler than you by keeping mine it's on. It's a power move. <laughs> you can hear a subtlety. <laughs> the power move is the crisscross applesauce, which yeah. I've never been able to do here there on this go. couch. What what what, are the, what material are these pants that you're able I to do? I don't know. Chiffon. Chiffon. Is, is that a real material? Even? I knew a girl named Chiffon. <laughs> Did you? Um, Chiffon Daniels. She was very flexible. You can't say this. <laughs> Chiffon Daniels is not a real person. It's also not a. So you can say it. You can say whatever you <laughs> yes, want about. You Chiffon, she I have no idea exist. what this fabric is. Tell me a story about this, because this actually just happened to me this past week. 
Have you ever auditioned for something? I know you have. 30 years? Oh, yeah. And you leave, and you're in your car, and you go, I know I can do better than that, and go back, or try to like put yourself on tape doing it again or anything like that? Has there ever been like a sweaty... I can't cite an example where oh, really? I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Most of my experience has been only that. It's, it's been a lot of like second oh. guessing and like if only I had just calmed down for me. Right. I was like, why didn't I just calm down? Right. You're doing, I just did it. I was doing a monologue <laughs> and I had done it for my wife, which is so different. It's like, honey, please sit here and just let me do this monologue. Yeah. I'm so comfortable with her. Then you get on the Zoom. I'm going like, it's like listening to a podcast 3X speed. I can hear it. Yeah. I'm I'm too fast. I'm it's it sucks. Yeah. As, uh, tell me a story I, like that about auditioning if if you have if something yeah, comes well, to mind. Well, you always by nature you do uh, by the nature of auditioning you leave second guessing not only your career but your life. <laughs> like, and whether or not you like, even deserve the I'm good fraud, things you have. I, yeah, at. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I, they, they I saw right through me. I walked. We live in a beautiful new house. We just moved, and I'm walking around. I'm like, I don't deserve this yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I just ate yeah. shit. Yeah. On yeah, an no, audition. Well, because it's designed to. I mean, it's not designed to be like you're on set, right? Yes. You're, you're you're in a a windowless box with a with a camcorder pointed at you. Yes. If they even make those anymore, I yes. mean, it was for me. I think they do. And and a couple of suits, if that, even just. Like you walk in and it's judgment and immediately, and you're self-aware. And they just heard it. Yeah. So for you, oh yeah, so there's a the, twenty other people before you. Yes, right. And they're yeah. tired of hearing it. Yeah. And you're getting panicked. Yeah. I said I got I, the way that I could feel my inner defender, like the part of me that's being like, no, it's them, was like, go ahead, hire someone who's good at auditioning. I'm good at All on right. set. That's a good angle. That's fuck a, that's you. A, that's yeah, a it's angle. a good way to right, yeah. avoid yeah. the pain. Yeah. Because yeah. I was like, fuck you. So I can't do an emotional scene over Zoom with no one, but I know I could do it on set. The right. Talk a little bit about the difference between, if you, sorry, this isn't Larry King Live, we're just talking. No, no. But the difference between being good at auditioning, whereas you know on set you can take a moment to get your heart open or get in the zone or yeah. relate with your scene partner or... Or even just put the wardrobe on and get into... You know, I mean, that, you have that the, time all those your, little things help. The trailer, you're getting in character. You're yeah. literally getting you're, in... you've got the job. And you've got the and job. And you've got the job. They're hiring you right. to be confident and then they put you in the least confident situation. You can't do it. I can't stand yeah, it. Yeah, no. I, I mean, I was always... I mean, sometimes that would flip. Sometimes I got... I remember feeling at times somewhat cocky about auditioning. Like, yeah. I was... Because there was no... There was nothing to lose because there was no job. I didn't have the job yet that I could kind of go in and, you know, put tunnel vision on and sort of be flashy. And then once you yeah. get the job, you're like, oh, well... Uh, well, now there's stakes. Now they're paying. Yeah. And it used to be like film in the camera. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah. Like, yeah. hey, we're rolling film. And it's like, ching, 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 yeah, like hundreds of dollars a minute. Vegas, just going, ching, yeah. ching, 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 yeah, ching, yeah, as yeah. you're sucking yeah. and needing five more takes. We're literally exposing this on precious. We're yeah. on, on strips of plastic oh, so celluloid. delicate they yes. can't be shown the light. <laughs> right, but we're putting right, your right. face <laughs> sucking permanently emblazoned. Like the face of Christ on your toast right. is emblazoned on this. And it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, I, can we shoot this back in the auditioning room? Yes. No, no but the, I'm the, with you. A callback is the same for me. It's not just yeah. the job. So for this one, I didn't suck, and I did a good job, and they were lovely. I really, I'm not just saying that to kiss the ring. It was a good experience. But the audition, I was like you. I was like, 
fuck this. It's stupid. I did it with no care. Right. First take. Yeah. Looking at the sides the whole time, just kind of being me, mm-hmm. get the call back. And now I'm like, well, now it's real. <laughs> right. How do I not care again and, and not give a shit? How do I like, not give right, a shit? Right. They wanted the guy that doesn't give a shit. Right. And now I give a shit. There's nothing intriguing, mm-hmm. interesting, funny, charming, likable, watchable about a guy who really wants you to like him. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's the worst. No, no. And then and if you can master that, if you can kind of compartmentalize your thoughts and and actually pr- convince yourself that you don't care. Yes. If you get this job or not. Is that something uh, you more would often do? than not? Yeah. Yeah. More often than not, you get, you know, that that was something that that was they that that was attractive to them. How did like, you oh, do that? Did you literally just tell yourself? Yeah, you just to pretend I didn't like you're yeah. just, my was, role. Okay, so you're an actor and you're playing the part of a guy who doesn't care, right. who then plays a part of the guy that would be in the movie. Right. Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah, yeah. Like Houdini says, I'm an actor who pretends to be a magician. Yeah. I feel like the president of the United States, whoever it is, is an actor pretending to be the president. Right. You act presidential. But yeah, right, because it's all about perception and how what the, you're trying to think of what they want to see, and so yes. you're kind of putting on an act. Yes. And then you're like, well, if I get the job of president or this role, yes. then I'll actually turn on my real thing. Or, and right now is just like getting the fish on the hook. That's right. Right? Yeah. And the primary debates are like the callback. Right. <laughs> right, it's right. true you're <laughs> right. going for a part <laughs> right. remember there was that Matt Damon movie where he was a politician I forget and he held up his shoe and he was like we surveyed this is the correct amount of scuff to have on my shoe which I thought was really interesting as a politician who's, yes. who's campaigning to because you want to look slick but not too slick right. remember how man Pete, of the people. Yeah. Pete Buttigieg got shit for I, I don't follow news but I yeah. saw it on Weekend Update they made fun of that <laughs> that's he our was, news that's our news that he was wearing too nice of shoes at the train calamity and they were like that, look yeah, at this that's it, how we it, are right 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 yeah but then you can also see it when it becomes manufactured too right he's like okay well you're now you're now <laughs> dressing down to to do that it's I such that a, it's com- such yeah. an orchestrated thing like you said it's an act yeah well comedians right? right i've said this a million but i want to hear what you think about it you watch uh, I'm trying to think of a non-scandalized comedian. I really just struck out. <laughs> sort of in the DNA of it. The, isn't it? the person who it was was Louis. Uh, Louis had a bit about uh, flying on a plane. Louis yeah. C.K. Yep. And I was like, but this is after he was huge. Mad- right. Many Madison Square Gardens. And I was like, Louis, you're flying private. You know what I mean? I don't know if he really does. I don't right. know, Louis. Right. But I'm just like... You tell these man of the people yeah. stories. You're like, you always get the middle seat. Man, you haven't seen yes. a middle seat. <laughs> middle seat. If you see a middle seat, it's like so you can put the <laughs> arms up and, and sleep across a right, row right. on some magical limo plane. Yeah. But but we buy we're okay with that in the same way that we know politicians are yeah. being fake. Like yeah. Hillary Clinton went too far with the hot sauce in her bag. Right. But everything is hot sauce in her bag. These sure. people aren't Illuminati, but they're eating quail egg omelets. You know yes. what I mean? No, of course. And then of they course. go around. Even Bernie Sanders. I love Bernie. I'm just saying, like, yeah. of course he lives in a nice house. Right. Like, remember when they tried right. to, like, go, yeah. oh, he has yeah, a sports yeah. car. It's like, but, of course he does. This is right. show business. And that's okay. <laughs> and it's too. okay. Like, it's okay. Like, why do these people have to <laughs> adhere to, to I, mean, I don't know. They just think it's a whole racket. He's not whole... showing up from the coal mines and going, like, I think we're going to run for office. Right. It costs billions of dollars also, to run for right. office. <laughs> right. It's like, 
also, what what exceptional people do you know that want to get into that business anymore? Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, what you don't you're not getting paid. You're not allowed to be seen. You mean in politics? A nice house. Yeah, yeah, I mean like a nice it's car a or whatever. Like it's like social it, media, the life. You're social to, media yeah. colon the life. Your life becomes a Facebook profile right. or an Instagram profile. Right. It's just that, and you have to get elected to get anything done. Right. Like yeah. you can't voice your real true opinions if they're too not extreme but if no, they're true. like you know you have to find that that, that there's an element of that in this I, I i just wrote down funny things where i was like well you worked with uh ryan gosling this is just kind of a, a uh, joke you just gestured yeah. your wall to my wall it's an abstract yeah. 80s sort of brian de palma painting isn't it cool it, it, that's very good it is dri- cool. is that drive that's drive that, yeah. drive okay. this is we've been doing this podcast movie, so long that i when i was a single man i was obsessed with, it's not that i don't i'm not obsessed with drive but especially when i was like 10 years ago, really into drive, had this made. And I was, so I wrote this down. I was like, oh, maybe I'll ask him about Gosling. Maybe I'll ask him about about Wahlberg. Just like funny stories. But then I was like, not saying we're politicians, but you can't go. Like, let's say, let's say Mark Wahlberg is a tool. I'm not saying he is. Right. You can't say that. No. Right? No. It's bad business. It's, It's just bad humanity. Well, yeah, that's oh, a, I would want to put that out there. That's yeah. another version of being a little bit politicized. But po- politicians are just telling me a Mark Wahlberg story. And they're right. like, honestly, Le- Mark is the greatest. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he's so fit. He travels with a gym. Who is that you're <laughs> that doing? Was, that was that Bernie sounds Trump. familiar? <laughs> that, was, that was a little Bernie. The 1% was of the, the 1%. 1%. We need to... Change this Bernie country, Trump. socialism. <laughs> <laughs> the fire department is socialist. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's defending it. Very good. I Bernie like Trump. Trump. Bernie I want Trump. to sort of piece together what this guy looks like. <laughs> sort of a mess. Well, we have to too. keep the orange yeah. and the face of Bernie because uh-huh. Trump is the, the hair. Maybe the mittens. And the, the mittens the, the, right, too. The, the photo of him at the uh, oh, yeah. inauguration was it the inauguration? He's like, yeah, just grumpy old Bernie sitting there, sitting through it. Okay, back to our point. You audition for the part of president. You don't yeah. get it. Another you type. Like you have your uh, actors that probably shadow your career. You know what I right, mean? There's, right, yeah. You're in a pocket of these guys. So one of these other guys gets it. Let's say it is Gosling, gets your, your part. Mm-hmm. You have to go to the party celebrating that he got it. <laughs> right. You know what right, I mean? Yeah, exactly. James Marsden yeah. sits there with the mittens. <laughs> like, fuck this. Why do I have to be here? Right. Sucks. Yeah, no. I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want that at all. I, I mean, he's, by the way, I can speak very... I'll open my mouth widely when I know someone's a great guy. Yeah, right. Like yeah, yeah. You, I'll never speak poorly about anybody. It's like I feel like karmically no, that'll. I, I wouldn't want you to. If you yeah, did, yeah, we would no. edit it out. We really would. We He's would just terrific, go, we don't want great, that great human being. One of one of my funniest. Um, <laughs> Oh, this movie is so good. I saw that recently. Yeah, great. And Tom, the Tom music. Siegel uh, was the cinematographer on this. Incredible. And he did all the X-Men movies. And he, he was did. always Yeah, incredible cinematographer. And no he was always kidding. like, when you direct, if you want to direct, just call me. I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remember you that. You got to do that. Yeah, and I remember seeing Drive, and I went, oh, that's such a piece of work, man. It was just a beautiful, beautiful film, and he's it tremendous is. in it. The, the, I mean, iconic, those up from the gear oh, shift oh, the, shots. Yeah. With, with this. It's well, those moments where the like, light's going on the face. Yeah, dedicating like, re- like the use of restraint, right? Like, the, like nowadays we feel like we have to speed everything up, right? No one's going to take any time. And they made a movie that no one was asking for. Like, you know, yeah. when you say restraint, 
By the way, Val, if she, my wife, if she listens to this, she'll laugh because every time I watch something, I go, the restraint. <laughs> really? Always. Oh, it's yeah. my top compliment. Yeah. It's because they're not, it's, it's like we're saying bad acting is guessing what you want and trying to give it to you sweaty and being right. like, is it this? Right. Should I try? <laughs> right. like, like, it sucks. Yeah. Same with filmmaking. It sucks. Movies like Drive, you feel like someone made their dream, like a dream they yeah. had at night, mm -hmm. and they made it, and they yeah. showed it to you, as opposed to the death of art, which is, well, we need to, the first 15 seconds have to be action-packed, right. and then we have to, you know, there has to be sex 30 minutes in, like this mm -hmm. formulaic nonsense. Or, or here's a movie that's similar to this that did really well, so let's duplicate that. And well, even even the movie box, even the poster right. art will be the same, because yeah, we're sleepwalking through and going like, well, that's like I'm thinking of a movie that looked exactly like The Italian Job. That's a classic poster. They, Ronan. No. Yeah. <laughs> Bless you for trying. What a, what a strange game. A movie that's like The Italian Job. That's not. But like Drive. Every once in a while, we'll talk. How do you feel about art? As it sounds like you you are a filmmaker. You wanted to. You have directed. Sure. I've not. Me. Okay, not. so you like to. Mm -hmm. What is, what is your feeling on a world that's chasing what's already worked? <laughs> and, yeah. and not just that, but if you do make something new, it's almost been Instagrammed. Like, it's like, we need to hook them. Right. We need to, it's everything, every series seems like a boiling pot. Like, yeah. you have to end the pilot with like, dad, like, <laughs> just to keep them right. going. And I'm almost done here, but it's almost like pornography. It's it's giving you everything you think you want, right. but it's not subtle. It's not actually interesting, and it doesn't surprise you. But you are, you know, right? Well, no, that's kind of what the nature of it is now, right? It's like yeah. if you if you do, you know, the concept of having, you know, ten times as many platforms to watch television or movies or whatever content you want you're searching for. I, on paper seems great because yeah. this is like you can you know the cream will rise to the top and you whatever whatever you want to see you can go find it because right. it'll either be on Netflix or Hulu or this or right. blah, blah, whatever this is the Mad Men phenomenon AMC puts out everyone's favorite show you right. remember yeah. like that was what you're saying that was what happened but it doesn't always work that way well it's just it's it just you start to realize that you're you're kind of you're having to chase the audience's appetite and they're insatiable right like especially with binging right yeah, yeah. like i was always questioning whether or not that's a good thing yeah here's the whole series you can watch it in a night i think it ruins everything right Look at succession yeah. how excited are you watching succession no i i it's on, on my on this my is over. on my list this is over i'm jk <laughs> i don't like to watch anything i'm not in <laughs> It's well, only, you still have a lot to only. watch. <laughs> you still have quite, quite a catalog. Comedy, I even, I even comedy me, drama me. I even dive into some of those audition tapes when I just when I, when I haven't I've just seen enough. That's when you're in the mood for a thriller. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's watch a thriller or a, a slapstick or a comedy film. or a horror movie. Horror movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't. But I, but how fun is it when a show like Succession, everyone's going to watch it on right. Sunday at the same time. Everyone's going to talk about it through the week and talk about it, and I mean, what's going to happen? Right, right. And White Lotus was that way. White Lotus was that way. Yeah. The Last of Us was yep. that way. Yeah, right. Where my daughter's really into anime, and she's in the show called um, uh, what is it? Attack on Titans. She was in the show. She, no, she was a, very into oh, it, okay. and a show on Netflix called Arcane. And it was I don't know I don't know why I brought that specific example up, but it was you know. I'm always preaching this, like restraint. Right? Yes. Don't give them everything they want no. when they want it. And sometimes, most of the time, 
those people, what they think they want, they don't really want it. Right? I, like, an example, Sonic the Hedgehog. Hit it. Right? I mean... The first got, movie? Got, first got, movie my daughter saw in the theater. Oh, really? Oh, Jimmy Marston. Oh, you're kidding. Right on the oh, screen. Oh, wow, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was, an, that, was a, that was a scenario where it actually ended up working. But I remember having those debates about, hey, the, the original concept art came out for the character. And it didn't look right. Yeah, people and were the mad. fans were like yeah. upset. And I what actually is started this? that. And you did? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah. I remember being like, "That's a little weird." Yeah. Right. He right. looks scary. And I remember having conversations with the director and the producer, and conversations that I didn't, you know, I wasn't really invited to that table because right. you know you're an actor, just yeah. showed up. But stay in your lane, and your lane is the one that does <laughs> the loop to loop with the rings on it. Right. Right. Okay, sweetheart. But you're needed in makeup. <laughs> yeah. Go back to the makeup trailer, you delicate little thing. We'll handle the business. <laughs> and they flick a lit cigarette at you. Right, right. And give you a, a, a grasshopper. Like yeah, a but I mean, I, you know, this idea that, I mean, that, that worked out. Like Wait, tell thing. me the story. What do you well, mean? We, you, well, you talk to them? Everyone was, not, you know, most people weren't happy with how the, 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 the character looked. And I yeah. think everyone was kind of right. Yeah. But for that, for that one example, we're... Paramount and the director and everybody listened to it and changed the, yeah. the the look of the character. Really, really rare, and it's a and it's a delicate dance. Like you don't want to just go, you know. We're in this world of like you know, test screenings, right? You yeah. like I had different beliefs on test screenings. Like you know, is this a good thing? If the audience is saying, well, this needs to change. It's too slow. It's too fast. It's whatever. It's not enough. This, you know. Sure, they're the audience, but what do they know about filmmaking? Yeah. Right? right? Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes it's like. Well, this is George we're just, Lucas. We're not going to we'll let them come in and, and direct the film. You know, like, well, they're not equipped to do that. But I guess if you find that sweet spot of like, all right, there's enough people that think that this is a problem. Yeah. Then you got to listen to it. Well, I, and that's what Sonic was. The reason I mentioned George Lucas is because I think he's an example of too much not listening to the fans. Right. You can listen to the fans too much. That's what right. we've been saying. That, that's a problem. Right. But there is a sweet spot to go like, no, you know, Greedo shot first. You know right. that debate? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I it's think Han I'm, Solo. Right. It bothers me no, when Han I... No, Han shot first. Right. They changed it to Greedo Which, shot him and then Han shot back. How I'm do like, you feel about that? I feel horrible right, about that. Right, same. I mean, he's a bounty. He's a, he's a what is it, a, a smuggler. Right. He's, he, he's a thief. Yeah, yeah. He's, that's, that's the archetype. He's the right. dangerous yeah. guy that you meet Mm-hmm. After your aunt and uncle are crisped. Right. But now we're we're looking back and rewriting history and going yeah. like we gotta make this guy a better guy. Right. He, right. But Sonic was right. I mean that was right. That it's was like right. the Irishman, it's like they could have deep fake have you seen the people that improved the deep fake of De Niro, oh. young De Niro? Oh no. They spent like fifty million, it looks like crap, and, and then the fans are like, This is how you do it. You got to look it up. Oh, really? Yeah. And yeah, the yeah. fans produced something. People that looked- just it's fantastic. It's ten out of ten. <sighs> I'm I'm done. My career's over. If Scorsese saw... (laughs) I was like, we're not going to make movies anymore. It's just going to be fans at home making movies. Well, that is a story like, uh, you know, Rockstar. It's like, if there is someone in the crowd that can sing better than the lead guy, get him up there. Right, right. But what you're saying with test screenings are, there's no more experts. Expertise is over. We just listen to everybody. Right. And that's how you get a bunch of nonsense. But there is a... Yeah, I mean, you got to listen to some of it. If it's... But... And again, I, I'm not on this side of the creative process, but just you know, philosophically, I'm like, wait, isn't art about creating what you want to create, having a voice, having a story, right. having a you know, what? whatever it is, and like, you either like it or you don't. Yeah. But like, I'm not gonna 
let you do the choose your own adventure thing and and navigate tell me the product that i'm creating that's or, right not product even bad word yeah like the art that i'm creating yes. and i know that sounds hoity-toity but not at but all like, this is a safe i'm toy. going back to that conversation about like i'm not sure it's a great thing to like give the audience everything they want all no. the time right no. you know well take it to your your craft as an actor it's all instinct. So when I say drive is like a dream, I mean they they accurately one for one took something from their subconscious and brought it into reality. There's always compromises. Things right. are going to change, but they did their best. Like yeah. carrying a wet stone from the ocean back to your beach blanket. It was still pretty wet right. when you got there. <laughs> right. Stayed right. wet. Right. right. Um, with you, you're acting off of your gut as well. And when I worked with Judd, Judd Apatow, yeah. he was all gut. Yeah. There'd be two choices and he'd be like, it's this. And we'd yeah. be like, why? Yeah, right. And there was no, he right. didn't give a TED talk on why. It was just because he was having a dream. Right. And he was letting us in on his dream. Right. So you're an actor and you have to do your scene right. and you decide where to lean and when to bite an apple or whatever it might be. Right. But you don't want that done by committee. You no. don't want 50 people going like, it's, um, I believe it's E. Cummings. I say it all the time. If you want the song, don't dissect the songbird. Like, don't cut it open. Oh, yeah. It's not right. going to sing. Great. So yeah. if you're, tell me a little bit about following your instincts and getting in a place of confidence, I assume, where you yeah. can trust, like. Yeah, well, I think it's just, you, as, an, as an actor, you inherently are self-aware, right? You're always going to be second-guessing yourself. I don't know many actors who are like, who, who approach scene scene work and movies and tv whatever like you would um if you were you know buying a house or like, yeah, I, I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah you know what i mean cold. like or something that you just i'm trying to think of an example of like just like you know what i'm, a, or I'm gonna an investment like i'm gonna take a risk on this and just right you know it's either gonna be wrong or it's gonna be right right and we're always going because it's not a right or wrong thing it's so subjective right right like it's this is what i'm kind of feeling is interesting yep this choice that i'm making here and hopefully you surround yourself with to me like the safest place you can be is in the hands of a director and a team that you admire and that has a proven track yeah, yeah that like you know i've always my 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 main goal is always like to the best of my ability and my opportunities i want to work with the best directors in town you know because if you can get if you can get in front of their cameras you know you're going to be taken care of because you can do 10 different takes and they're the ones figuring out which Pick one him. goes in the movie, <laughs> yeah. in the edit, right? Like you can, <laughs> you can make a terrible... Like, oh. uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. To be yeah. or not to be, I guess. <laughs> and then you fall down <laughs> and they, <laughs> you knock over a light. That's <laughs> right. the one they use? Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, you have to have been at premieres, uh, jokes aside, where you're like, I can't believe that's the take they used. Yeah. Or, or I can't believe they cut this part, which right. was the part we all got the chills. Right, or, right. Or... Yeah. And you and I keep a log in my head. I'm like, oh, that felt good. Yeah. And again, it's hard to have objectivity about yourself sometimes when you're doing it. But, but uh, you know, it's it's always a little disappointing when you watch it. Going, oh, that feels like they were hustling to get the movie made. We were still shooting it while the editor was putting it together, mm. and the director kind of went, okay, cool, that's good. I like the editor's edit. Yeah, but if I'm directing something, I'm going to, I'm going to get my hard hat on and the pickaxe, and I'm going into the mine yeah. to find, look, watch every take, and, you want someone else and piece to that watch together. It and, yeah, yeah you, you and bring I don't know. Things. I just think like you're not one of the one of the great things about being in front of the camera and not being necessarily on stage is that you can go in and 
you, know, you can sometimes you can Frankenstein these monster these performance together. If, oh my god! And and yeah. get a great performance, but it's not like every take has to be perfect, right? Yeah. It's like you kind of go, okay, that bit worked. This bit kind of you know I figured out I forgot the line or like yep. it kind of went off the rails because there was a distraction or whatever. Uh, or I tried something and it didn't work. Yep. You know, I was yeah I was wondering did anything come to mind? I did a guest star on something recently. And I was just like, well, this guy's dumb. I'm going to kind of give him just the slightest Keanu Reeves voice. Just the slightest. Right. I was really nervous about that. I don't normally do that. I just play myself. Yeah. And I was like, I'm just going to just be like, oh, just a little. <laughs> and the director came in after the rehearsal and was like, it's a little Bill and Ted's. And I was like, copy? <laughs> like, I copy. just, Got I just it. dropped yeah. it. Right. But that vulnerability, yeah. I don't think that's talked enough about. The risks that you're taking. Right. Is there a time when you did a, a, a walk and someone was oh, like, I mean, hey, Jimmy, uh, let's cool it with the walk? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, it, it's funny you say that. I have a, I have a, a story that specifically about... A, a walk? walk? Yes. And it just... You just triggered me. Wow. The, 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 the memory. X-Men 3, I came back. Uh, it, it was a, I had a smaller role in the third movie. I, I left. I was doing... Brian Singer's Superman Returns, so I didn't have... The schedule was tight. It was a whole kind of thing at the time. Yeah. I wasn't going to be in the third movie as much as I was supposed to be, but they brought me back to die, basically. <clears throat> and Well, if he can't be in it, let's go. You might as well, let's, let's, might as well <laughs> make sure him. he's never in it again. There's, you just go in the writer's room, there's a whiteboard that says, kill Cyclops, <laughs> right, question right. mark, and circled. <laughs> okay, I'm excited about this, guys. Super excited. Nobody pitched against this. <laughs> yeah. Have you read the comics? Yeah. He's a he's a big character. Yeah. Also, the, this, the father of Cable, I believe, right? Yes. Yeah. That's correct. That's right. correct. I think. Yeah. Oh, it's been a while. I know that because I was really into Cable because I liked X Force, and I the first appearance of Cable is as a baby in an X Men comic. Okay. And I read that somewhere. I don't know where, where did I read that pre internet. Right. Where did I find that information? Yeah, yeah. And I looked in my brother's thing, and I found it. Page one of the comic is a baby. Yeah. And uh, I say you you're holding right. it i think it's you <laughs> think this is when you realize you're in very unsafe that. hands you were in it okay peter uh sorry uh, so dad of cable gets killed in x-men three days yes of but past. i'm as i'm 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 writing a harley davidson and i'm distraught and i'm upset because gene gray's gone right yeah. and i don't know if you remember the scene or not but and i i parked the harley <laughs> and brett ratner is directing the third movie and I parked the Harley, and there's this little hill I have to walk down to get to the shoreline where I scream and I rip my glasses off and the the, the um, oh know, yeah, the, yeah yeah you know, the, you have every, beam rage. the yes, beam rage yes beam rage and just screaming and then she comes out of nowhere anyway park the Harley got the glasses on walking down the hill and Brett goes cut he goes hey uh, that's good <laughs> <I can't. laughs> which is always just I'm, that tone alone I'm that's already good. dead that you're about it's, to get a walking good. note I'm it's dead like, it was. <clears throat> See if you can, like, once you park it, like, hop off the thing and just kind of maybe see if you can just give it a little more swagger. And I was like, well, I'm not really in swagger mood, but sure, as the character. Yeah, yeah, but I, I get understand. what you're saying. I'm, in my mind, I'm thinking, fuck, I'm walking down this hill like Don Knotts. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, what do I look like? What, yeah. Is there something weird when I walk? Do I, you know, because you're, you're a superhero. Like, yeah. you want to be cool, and that's yeah, kind of what he was saying. And I'm thinking, I'm not even thinking about the scene I'm getting ready to do. I'm thinking... Okay, walk cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm trying to think of who who has a good walk. Did Paul Newman have a good walk? Was yeah. It, you know, yeah. Brando, how did he walk? These are good walks. Like, right. I don't know. So I do it again. <clears throat> Cut. Like, cool, cool. Um, let's do it again. And again, no note on like the acting or whatever. It's just, he goes, 
Walk like you just got off a Harley. <laughs> I can't handle this. Like, got it. Is okay. that, did that help you? I mean, I, I wish I we could. Guess play. I don't know, but it was like I never felt like more aware Exposed. and insecure Exposed. about my yeah. walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I like, actually Jesus, think, what do I look like? I, I there's a- <laughs> that was a fun ride on that motorcycle. I need to get down and find my dead wife. <laughs> you look like you're holding in a turd, is what he was saying. It's like <laughs> yeah, you're kind of right. like, yeah, just ding, 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 stilted, you yeah. know. This you're shoots like, you out of my fart, eyes. Get it out. And we'll this do shoots another out of my butt. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I don't, I never find it funny making fun of a stutter. It's just, I hate it. It's just, yeah. it, and because it's this thing that's natural to you, it's, it's how you talk right. and how you walk, very similar to me. In uh, crashing, whenever I had to do, just walk down the yep. street, I hated it. Somebody yeah. told me to do math in my head, which I did. I would be like oh, seven smart. times seven, is, and I'd, so I wouldn't be thinking about my walk. Well, it's like what we talked about at the beginning of the show. It was like it, 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 voiceover work, right? Where you're just you're in a void, nothing, no other distractions going on, yeah. no awareness of what you're wearing, yes. what your body's doing. Yes, it's just your voice. My yep. same thing with a walk. If if you're if you're having to doing crashing and you're walking and talking and swimming swinging a yeah, yeah, tennis yeah. racket or yeah. you know right and there's such shit happening you you don't have the the bandwidth Which to is, think about way, your walk that's what adam if you watch adam driver what if you watch like girls or something he's always like playing with a bottle or something i think it's right. to keep him out of his head that yeah he's yeah. just trying to get to that level of instinct it's the hardest thing for an actor to do the 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 if you're tasked with one line yeah. It's the hardest acting you'll have to do because you always think the hell out of it. There's I no agree. rhythm you can get into. These pretzels are making me thirsty. If you have to get out of the car, if yeah. you have to park the car, get out of the car yeah. and walk up uh, you know, three steps and go into a cafe, Yeah, you'll figure out some way of making that difficult. That's right. Oh, I stopped the car too abruptly. Yep. And like, I kind of clumsily got out and yep. fumbled with the keys and like... All shit you wouldn't be doing if you had a scene that you were immersed in. Or if well, you were actors, talking. this is something else Judd said to me. He was like, you're so privileged because you get to, it was a, scene, a show where I was in every scene. So he's like, you just get to do so much acting. Right. He's like, actors don't really get to act that much. Comedians right. can go out and do their craft whenever they want if you right. want to pick up a spot. But like, if you haven't acted in a while, even though you've acted a lot, right. and now it's only just this one scene, of course you're going to overthink the yeah, hell out of it. Yeah, of course. But if you were in every scene and it was just a scene where you had to pull right. up to a diner, you'd right. do it like the good audition. Which like, is pr- yeah, right, exactly. <clears throat> like, like probably what appeals to a lot of actors who are on stage, right? Like you get into get the, the rhythm over and over again, and and it's not cut and disjointed, and yeah, and you know. But yeah, the 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 the, the smaller the thing you have to do. I remember um, Tim, it's actor Timothy Spall. Great British actor, great at comedy. He was in. He was like my valet in Enchanted. <clears throat> He's been in everything. You'd know. If, you'd know if you saw yeah, him. Yeah. He told me a story once. He goes, uh, a buddy of mine uh, was doing Romeo and Juliet on stage, and he had one line, and it was when the Capulets and the Montagues got together, had this big fight, and whatever. And his line was, "Come up and break up the fight." <laughs> and he had one line to break up the fight. That was it. And he's like going over his head, and he was, and the line was, uh, "Part fools," you know, like that was it. Oh, and he no. just, of course, just ruminate and think and think and think and think over and over thinking. <laughs> the fight happens, whatever. And, and he goes, and he goes fart pools. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's brilliant. Oh, no. Your mind is just always going to screw you. Fart pools. Yes. You're just going to, you're going to, you'll like overthink, it, overthink it to death. <laughs> and the worst thing, I mean, you know, like, it, it, I, I like direction. I, when I get on set, you do, you, the worst place to be is self-aware. 
right? The worst place to be is 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 to be in that space where you're thinking, I suck, I'm a fraud, I can't do you know, you have to be able to shut that voice off yes. and go for it. And I think the willingness to fail is essential. Yes. It's vital. You have to be <clears throat> Like I said before, in the hands of somebody who will allow you to do that, that not every take has to be perfect, that they're yeah. gonna, you can find the, the right one. You yes. can find that. So you kind of have to like, you know, stuff that down and be able to go for it and look like an ass. Yeah. And so I got very comfortable with looking like an ass on set because you kind of have to do that to go. You know, but in early on, you're like, well, if I look like an ass too much, or if I'm really my pitch is way off on this scene, yeah, people are gonna go, well, you're not very good. We're not gonna. We have to recast, or right. you're not gonna be cast in a. But I think, you know, for me, it's like that. I know that vulnerability is already there, always there, and that sort of self. You know, like, mm, am I gonna be able to bring it today? Yes. It's another thing about what we do is right. Like, if I was a carpenter, you know, I, I know There's every day. I don't question yeah. whether or not when I wake up every morning whether or not I can build a house. Right. Like, you know, you can go build a house. It's not reliant on mojo. Oh, right. And focus, mental or, uh, focus of just like, yeah. and all of these other elements that are constantly trying to yes. take you out of it, which is... What is the technique? This is an impossible question. I, I, so I'm really just asking for us to talk about it. It's like, when you can't find it, what do you do? I, like, I improv. I'm like, and I ask it? about it. I'm like, can I just get off the page? Because I'm seeing it in my head. Yeah. And it's taking me out of like being present with this person, looking yeah. them in the eye. Yeah. I'm not trying to rewrite the script. I'm not trying to do that. I just need to shake this off yes. and find the intention of the scene, yes. whether it's these exact words or not, and just mess around and play with it. And then that, hopefully that will loosen me up and bring me back to what's like kind of on the page. Wow. Because you lose yeah. sight of you know, the real the intention of what's going on in the scene. And, and um, so once you start to get in your own head that way, it's a real slippery slope. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's the worst part, is it builds on itself. Yeah, yeah. It's like in my audition, you're, you're going too fast, and now you're not only nervous about the audition, you're nervous that you're going too fast. Right. You know right. what I mean? <laughs> right, it's right. Like, it's it's compounded. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's snowballing. And you're like, oh, God. And right. I, I had this fantasy after the fact that I wish I had just gone like, can we stop? Like, I yeah. just want to stop. Right. But then you're also like... This is this is weak. Have you ever been? I know that's weird to say it's weak, but you're trying to sell yourself as a professional right. and your ability. So yeah. you don't want to be the guy that goes like, "Let's stop," unless that is right. the most confident thing. Well, sometimes do. that's what you kind of like. The worst thing is to keep trying to wring something out of that when you're just already yeah. Yeah. twisted yourself into a pretzel, like to feel like you have to force a good performance out. Like yeah. you really because yeah. this is one. This is you know. This process isn't something that the more, you know, grunt and grit you put into it, the yeah. better it comes out. Right. right? It's the, quite the opposite. Right. right. It's like you have to it, you have to allow yourself to have you know I don't know to to be comfortable and and not, um, you know, oh get get in your own head. Well, let me ask you this because speaking of Gosling, who we we sort of got off. I can't believe I allowed that to happen. I'm just kidding. I'm not even that obsessed with him. Uh, I just sure, used, sure. It used to be a thing on the show was would always talk about Gosling, and I have a joke about him. It doesn't matter. Tell me a little bit about not killing on set. Like sometimes I want to kill on set. Right. Like I want the crew yeah. to do well. I want my co-stars to be impressed. But I, I just rewatched. I had a long flight, and I like when I'm traveling solo. I like watching all these movies about like lone male characters, right. like Blade Runner with uh, the yeah. new Blade Runner. Mm -hmm. And I was watching that and I was like, this guy, and I'm not trying to get you to talk about him, I want your experience. 
he's doing very little. It's a lot mm -hmm. of quiet. What do you say? You want to? Mm -hmm. You want to get out of here? It's right, like that, right. like very small. Mm -hmm. The guy, the boom guy, the, what? Yeah, you know? yeah. And very minimum moves. Right. You know, it's, it's specific. Build the tension. Yeah, so kind of a snooze, I bet, to film that movie. I don't, I don't mean that. Like, meaning no. it wasn't Robin Williams and Patch Adams going like, no. he kept us going right. the whole time. You mean for the set? And yeah. The crew? He's getting out of the car and it's raining and it's just... That's take one. And take two, he's getting out of the car and it's raining. Everyone's like, Jesus Christ, I'm hungover. You know what I mean? Yeah. But can you talk about that? Like you're playing it for the movie, not the, sure. not the yeah, people around? absolutely. Is that a and, temptation though? But To kill for the crew? Of course. Yeah. Like you always, you all, I, like I certainly always feel like, is this enough? Am I just, this is completely dull. <laughs> and, and... <laughs> You always want to apologize to them. Oh, like, yeah. I I'm know this sorry, is boring. But like, you guys, see, he's on a 150 zoom yeah, over here, so yeah. I can't do too much. That's right. right. And then when you watch the movie and it's like, and, and it's zooming in, oh. And it's like, oh, God, this is amazing. But on set, everyone was like chewing gum. Right. Like just <laughs> bored out of their no, minds. No, it's. And you're it, thinking about your, someone you lost in your life. There, somebody, <laughs> I forget what actor told me this once. He said, You have to have the courage to be boring sometimes. That's and, and, it. And, and, and it's not boring necessarily. It's like you don't want to be, you know, trying to jump through the hoops and like I'm spinning my plates and I'm yes. also juggling for yes. the audience. You know, like you, you want to. If, especially if the scene calls for it, yes. right? And like I said, the technical element of it, right? I'm not going to do that if if I know it's a master shot and they're on a 28 millimeter lens, right? Yeah, like yeah. You, no one's going to see any of that, right? But if you get into a close up or whatever, there's a slow, very you know, specific dolly move or whatever this, and like, okay, I always look at the camera operator. And I go, where are you? And I yeah. go, like, yeah, head to toe, or just yeah. are we? Are you at the waist? Is it a cowboy down at your your knees? Yeah. Or are you here? And I always ask the camera operator, like, and he's like, here. I'm like, okay. Uh, so then you kind of dial the volume up or dial it down. Oh, wow. Of what you're doing. But I'm always thinking, you want it to be more powerful than, in the film. You know, you want the, 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 the restraint of like keeping it, you know, keeping it simple. Like you just, you know, illustrated with Ryan in, in, yeah. uh, in Blade Runner. Like, yeah. You know, when you see when it's more, Michael more, 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 Corleone, more. Yeah. right, in The Godfather, like, was he, you know, was that just as gripping for the crew? No. When he was doing it? Yeah. Or was it like, this guy's just kind of like barely talking and yeah. and he has one expression and, yeah. you know, it's like, and then you watch the movie and you're like, it's a fucking masterpiece. Yes. And he's brilliant. Right. And the only moment his eyes go a little wide is right before he shoots the guy in the cafe with the gun in the bathroom. Right. You know, but beyond that, his cold stare yeah. was like, his trademark in that the whole movie. courage to be boring is so good. Yeah. You should drive to Entertainment Access Hollywood after this <laughs> and just go like, I did it. I was a podcast guest. Because <laughs> you're looking for that one thing. Not really, but I mean, like, if you can do an episode where there's one line, the one I was going to share with you is actually, I've said it a million, but I'm going to say it to you, is game developers have a, a saying where they go, fail faster find the fun meaning you have to have the courage to be boring you have to have the courage to try Make something stupid yep. and if you're fucking up if you're failing after you have the job right that's actually a good sign like right. as a comic i'm trying these lines and i'm always going a little too far i don't mean by today's standards i mean i, I took the concept right. a little too far right it was a little too mean to my mom or something right and i'm like okay we found it, right? I, but that's good. Those well, you have to failures, find the edge. Yeah, right. You got to you you know fall where the off line the edge. If you sometimes. don't, if right. you don't cross, it. I'm a race. Uh, like I love driving. 
I'm a, I'm a big like F1 fan and like done a lot of like do you race stuff. too? I was training for a while with Ferrari to get my uh, my IMSA license to train to to race in their proprietary series, but oh, COVID wow. COVID hit and it sort of stalled that. But I do a lot of karting with my son who's 22 oh, and fun. we kind of share that together and That's great. <clears throat> um and that's the same thing, right? Like you're not going fast enough if you're not going over the educationally. Like yeah. you're not you're not getting better. Right. And you're not you're not going to win the race right. if in training you're not spinning out. You have yeah. to spin out. Yep. You have to like crash. You got to get off, you know, right. off the line and but that's it. It's finding that edge and then you go, okay, well that didn't work. Well, now I know how to pivot the limit of the right yeah and you come back to it and creatively same thing yeah and and if you're if you're on a set that allows you to to do that that affords you the ability because not always that's not always the case right sometimes it's like we got to go yeah we don't have time for like you know discovery right (laughs) right right and also like the the technical aspect of filmmaking right like i can't uh, uh, like "Mm, maybe i'll be over there like we have lunch in five minutes i can't relight the set right that's right you got to make this work I think people yeah. would be surprised at how it's not that it's rigid, but I just did the, the thing that I was shooting their kids and you can see that the kids just are less experienced and they right. don't know. It's like continuity stuff. Right. There's a lot of things where you're like, where was it? Where was my arm? Right. At the beginning of the yeah. take, it was this. Cause you, you don't want to yeah, look wanna, stupid if well, you want it to be able to cut, right? Yeah, like yeah. they can't use this now because you picked up a napkin and put it on your head in that take. That's right. <laughs> right. I'm going to say though, <laughs> Nobody really tells you that. You kind of figure it out slowly. Right. You yeah. think someone would go like, "Welcome to acting." You know, yeah, maybe right. maybe you took a class or something film acting, but I just like slowly put it together. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, right. like this is why cuz I was playing it to the crew." Right. Let me ask right. you, here's another uh it's a Gosling inspired question. You mentioned Brando. I think Ryan's from Toronto or something. Uh, it's definitely Canada. Canada. Yeah. But I don't know where. I don't know but he talks like he's from New Jersey. I would say this to his face. This isn't shots yeah. fired. Yeah. He built a guy. Mm-hmm. He made a guy. Right. I also built a guy. I'm not from the Midwest, but occasionally on stage, I'll 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 just go into like a pick, a pick, pick with snacks because it's funny. Right. Right. So I know I'm from Boston. I don't even. There's even. I even upped the sort of. There's a like a. I don't know how to say it. Uh, a wispy quality that I realized was funny. So I'm more like. James, like right, because right. that's funny, almost right. like Paul Lind. I guess you could say, like I realized that was. Oh funny. my god! Oh so my god! I, I turned up that a little bit. Paul Lind, exactly. <laughs> secret talent, Center Square. <laughs> I have a funny story about that. What are too. these secret talents? <laughs> I want to hear your Paul Lind story. I'll put a pin in this. Yeah, okay, but no, no, no. What's you continue? No, no, but no. you're talking about like just kind of putting on a bit of a character as a person, though. as a, like as realizing a it became. I don't just do it when I'm on stage. Right. Because do you do it you, voluntarily? Are you aware of it? When it you no, do no, it? no. It's absolutely Same. involuntary. I, uh, my persona on stage changed slowly, mm-hmm. and then it just became who I was. But I would defend that saying, it's not like the first version of my voice and my personality was real. Right. There is no real. Right. You're just absorbing from your environment. Oh, my mom says this. My dad says that. My friends talk this way. Yeah. And then you slowly... And I think... Don't forget, Paul Lynn. I think Ryan was very... <laughs> smart but he was also very honest meaning uh bob dylan can sing like this right. you know what i mean mm-hmm. he was like i'm gonna do this right and listen to anybody billy eilish they're all affecting There's an affectation to yeah it's, it's and mm-hmm. you could say you could be holding coffee holding back and be like that's phony right or that's kind of or your job showmanship 
So or, Ryan yeah. Gosling realized that there was a, a gap to be filled with leading men. You know what I mean? That he's like, they need this Jersey accent. <laughs> they want toothpick voice. Right. The guy that goes, eh, well, you know, I'm going to... You're from Vancouver or whatever it <laughs> right, is. Right, right. And he doesn't say sorry. He doesn't say sorry. You know what I'm saying? Right. No. Yeah. He doesn't. But I think maybe I'm wondering some, if you did that and what you thought. Tom? I mean, if I do it, I do it involuntarily and I'm right. unaware of it. But right, right. but I, I know that sometimes those little devices i guess you could call them whatever where you're you uh, they help you into the character a bit more like it's kind of like putting on a part of your costume right yes where you can go it the hardest thing for me to play is myself mm. right if i if i play a character that's outside of myself it's way easier so if i actually you know invoke or if i even just create some little affectation like you said it's one step closer to like immersing yourself in whatever character is coming next yeah, i don't, I don't yeah. know maybe that's maybe kind of what he's doing i think so like and then it easier to st in... step outside of yourself so that you can be this other thing but then also and i'm not trying to be college lava lamp smoking a dube in our <laughs> dorm room but the, the he's also we're back to where we were tw 30 minutes ago a movie star is also a character he's playing Right, and they don't want Ryan. You don't want Ryan Gosling or right. James Marsden right. on the red carpet being like, "I like Blade Runner," <laughs> right. or Harrison Ford. Right, Harrison Ford okay. isn't always like, <sighs> this "Oh is, God, I got hot." He's not. This is this is this is so meta because the 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 Paul Lynn story involves Harrison Ford. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> this is crazy. I swear, I've been like mind crazy. melding you. I'm like, wait, how? Yeah, you've dug deep on there. Like you went really Fuck. into my. I mean, Ford. yeah. Uh, Tell me the Lynn story. So I don't know how I, how I. Oh, I learned about Paul Lynn because I did Bye Bye Birdie in high school, and in the movie he played uh, the father of um, the, the of um, forget the actress who played anyway. But um, I'm like, who's this guy who comes in, and does talks like this? And that's his thing. And are you guys talking and to my naturally born my children? Yeah. <laughs> what state was? And then I was like, so he wasn't. Uh, he was famously gay, right? I mean, like, yeah. And he just. I, I mean, a, I don't know a, when that happened. When yeah. it was, if it was in the 1960s, when he was doing Glass Bottom Boat or whatever. Right. But he, you know, there, that was a funny time. We were, <laughs> right. We're all Rock Hudson. Church. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, Liberace. Right. Yeah. Right. I don't know when it officially, yeah. be, you know. It became public public knowledge, but yeah. but I thought he was so funny. I was like, who's this guy? Who's this character? And then my mom was like, oh yeah, he's Center Square on Hollywood Squares. And yeah, um, this is where your by the way your Gen Z audience tunes right out. <laughs> no, they love it. They like, what the fuck is Hollywood Squares? They buy VHS tapes of it on online <laughs> right. and watch it ironically. And I was like, who's this guy? What an interesting like you know voice and whatever and he's got his thing and and they're like you know it was like Joan and then Joan Rivers I think came in and replaced him but they're like you know yeah. to Paul Lynn who you know what state was Abraham Lincoln born in he's like oh pretty much like all of us naked and screaming a lot <laughs> <laughs> and, and then my buddy who I, I don't know I was I did that for a friend of mine and he was like you do a really good Paul Lynn it was actually Tate Taylor the director of The Help and he's, he's like well let's make a Paul Lynn movie and have you play Paul Lynn uh, and uh, oh my God. before that, I was on the show Ally McBeal with Callista Flockhart, and was you know big big hit in the early two thousands. And when we wrap, when we wrapped the season, she started seeing Harrison Ford, or she was going on one of her first oh, dates. I remember that, yeah. And she said, "Please, because I get to be somewhat you know close and friends with her, come to this dinner 
I'm with Harrison Ford and me. I don't want to go alone. Uh, it's very early on. <laughs> this I'm is Harrison bring Ford friends. when she shows up and you're there. Hey, Clarissa. Oh, <laughs> That's exactly yeah. what it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, why are you bringing... And it was the other guy on the show too, my A friend chaperone. Josh Hopkins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. boy. And it was, you know, he was very nice, but it was like, okay, when's this going to end? And I can just kind of be alone with this girl I want to take out. Yeah. And he was very, very, we laughed and had a nice little meal and we went back to his house. And um, I think now the statute of limitations, I can talk about this yeah, stuff, sure. but if I'm wrong, feel free to cut it out. But, and he was a very gracious host and was making us drinks. We were sitting there and somehow we started talking about impressions. And my friend Josh, who was on the show, did an impression of Harrison without him seeing it. And he walked in and he goes, I want to hear this. So he did the, you I know, I, hear the scene with Greedo. He's yeah. like, I don't have it with me. You know, the, yeah. whole, the, whole, the whole slow talk Harrison Ford bit. And, you know, I, I don't have I, it I just me. going to see I your go, boss. Tell Jabba that I got fuzzball. Laugh it up. Fuzzball. And like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, he was doing Sorry, that. And to complete Harrison kind of like gave a smirk. It was, it was pretty good. And then we had a drink or whatever. And then somehow Paul Lynn came up. And I went to a full Paul Lynn. And he threw his head back and started howling with laughter. And he was and got on his knees on the ground and was laughing. He was like, how do you know who Paul Lind is? And he's like, that's the best Paul Lind I've ever heard. I'm like, yeah. It made me, made, me, made me feel good. So when you said Paul Lind, I had to indulge myself. You should tell that story. <laughs> when I said, how are you? You should have been like, one time I well, went to, <laughs> well, well, funny you should ask. <laughs> that is... I mean, it's, it's kind of shitty weather. I'm not paying these taxes for this kind of weather here in LA. It's been raining dogs and cats. <laughs> Which one of these doors do I open and a giant boulder chases me, Harrison? <laughs> That's what I would have said at his house. Yeah, that's it. That's I heard Harrison that yeah that you weren't the original choice for for uh, for Indiana Jones. I heard they were going to cast Paul Lynn, but he was busy. (laughs) (laughs) Be a whole other movie. Give me that bag of sand for this idol. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, we're going to go to the mid roll ads. Okay, and then and, and then we'll be back. Healthy hydration, guys. Let's talk about it. It's not about just drinking water. It's about drinking water plus electrolytes, which makes sense. When you sweat, you lose both water and sodium, and both need to be replaced to prevent muscle cramps, headaches, and energy dips. But most people are only replacing water. Why? Because since like 1942, people have said just drink eight glasses of water. That's pretty much the end of our hydration education. But drinking beyond thirst is actually a bad idea. It dilutes blood electrolyte levels, which leads to headaches, low energy, cramps, confusion, or even worse. And the solution to getting through your workout or just getting through your day with proper hydration to optimize your body and your mind isn't just drinking water. It's to drink water plus electrolytes, which in the 90s meant drinking like a flat soda with 900 grams of sugar. Uh, That's where we got our electrolytes in the 90s. It was a weird time. Now we have something better. Drink LMNT. Element. Drink Element. Element T has become a huge part of my wellness program personally and a big part of my morning routine that I sincerely look forward to every day. It's the first thing I do in the morning is I get a big glass of water and I stir in a packet of Element T. I like their flavor, watermelon salt. That's my favorite. You mix it up, boom, takes 10 seconds and you are good to go. Makes me feel ready to face my day and I know I can feel good with no sugar or artificial junk 
just electrolytes and great taste. And I believe it's like five calories, which works for me because I do intermittent fasting. This provides the optimum ratios of sodium, potassium, and, and magnesium, excuse me, for health, performance, and energy. It also tastes amazing. If I'm fasting, like I mentioned, it's a wonderful way to satiate my mouth desire to taste something, to sip something that's tasty without eating. So it not only helps my fasting when it's in my gut, but it helps my fasting when it's in my mouth. Because it, you know, sometimes you're just bored and you want to taste something delicious without breaking that fast. LMNT has you covered. And they have a fantastic offer. If you guys want to take your hydration to not just the next level, but to the appropriate level where that water is getting into you, where those minerals are being replaced for your workout, for your day, for your uh, mental cognition. I'm going to say cognition. LMNT has a special deal for weirdos. Just go to drinklmnt.com slash weird and use promo code weird to get a free element sample pack with any order when, when you use this code. And if LMNT doesn't, element doesn't exceed your expectations. They offer a no questions asked refund policy. You don't even have to send it back. So support your body, support this show. Go to drinklmnt.com slash weird and get your free sample pack with any purchase. This is zero risk. Drinklmnt.com slash weird. It's also brought to us by our friends at PYM Choose. What is PYM? PYM is prepare your mind. Prepare your mind, choose, help you manage feelings of stress, anxiety, and overwhelm. If I'm being honest, that's a big part of my life is trying to manage feelings of stress, anxiety, and overwhelm. And it's wonderful when you're feeling worried, stressed out, or just have that bee in the belly kind of feeling that is just unsettled and it keeps you from working, keeps you from enjoying the moment. For me, it's a huge thing. I just can't face my email inbox because I'm just too anxious. I take a couple PYM chews and within minutes, you start to feel more centered, calm, and in control. They're delicious, naturally flavored, no sugar added, and chemical free. When I first got these, I thought they were too good to be true. They made me feel so calm and so in that good flow zone. I sent a, a subscription to my mom. I sent a subscription to my brother, just so happy that anxiety and stress have a natural, non-addictive, non-psychoactive solution. I like taking it at the start of my day. Sometimes I take it at the end of my day. I've been known to pop a few during any Zoom. Anyone else out there just get freaked out by Zoom? PYM chews are comprised of proven amino acid complexes and adaptogens that help support your brain and your body's ability to organically support and your own ability, your organic ability to manage and tolerate stress, anxiety, and overwhelm. PYM, it's a beautiful company on a mission to end the stigma surrounding mental health and to make a better mood accessible to all. And a percentage of their profits goes towards mental health nonprofits, including Bring Change to Mind. So do your anxiety, your overwhelm, and your stress a favor by annihilating them naturally and gently with this effective and natural way to give your body the nutrition it needs to fight off stress. I'm so happy to say it works. It's a wonderful ally here in the house, and you can try it as well and show your support of the show. Go to youcanpym.com slash weird and use promo code weird for 15% off. That's youcanpym.com slash weird. Use promo code weird for 15% off. All right, everybody, back to the episode. And Great. we're back. 
<laughs> Terrific. God, I got to buy me some of those. You, you, you could drink that one right there yeah, if, what is if it? you want. This one. Oh, there's a two. This is wa- like the blue pill. That's Nirvana water that has stuff that's good for your metabolism Ooh, and okay. prevents muscle loss. There you go. HMB. That's what it is. What is HMB? You're going to have to read the side of it. Read the eh, side I just of like it. to drink it just and ask it. questions later. Well, that's the magic mind because you said you wanted coffee. That's oh. what you want. Magic mind. A little jolt. A little jolt. Mm. It's more dialed. Do you remember Jolt Cola? I do remember Jolt. Twice the caffeine, half the sugar. It started as a bet. <laughs> as a bet? Yeah, I, I didn't that, know that. that was the lore. I mm. think that's fake. But Jolt Cola, somebody was like, I bet you can't make, this sounds so fake, but I believed it as a kid. You can't make a Coke knockoff, twice the sugar, half the caffeine. And then later, I think they changed the recipe to make it like more caffeine. Oh, Lord. And I, I don't know about the sugar. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember that stuff. Being do you remember really toxic? OK Soda? No. We're about the same age. OK Soda was a Gen X soda. Okay. And it tasted like a suicide. Remember Suicide's yeah, Every... Yes, so I was just going to say, yeah. when you got every drink from the from I knew the you were just going to say, because like... I've been reading your mind this whole time. <laughs> so. Jesus. Super weird. Tell me what happens tomorrow in my life. <laughs> you have a very satisfying BM. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that... BM. You love it. Do you have a bidet? I don't, but uh, I, I need to get one. Yeah, they're never. So. You never see them, but it makes why get wa- the Japanese one that's just on your seat. Is this the Toto whatever? That's, yeah, the Toto uh, okay. Washlet. We All right. can say it. To- it's not a sponsor, right? Not sponsored, but I hear they're great. They are great. They're great. I'd love one. Yeah, uh, yes, send one. James Marsden, just write Hollywood. Why are California. there certain things that we are in, the, in sort of like you know Stone Ages on? Like why? Why is that something that we haven't embraced as an American culture? It's everywhere else, right? Why are we just yes? What, we're like, we don't need I think something it's puritanical. You don't want You wipe your... it with a leaf and you move on. <laughs> like, that's the American way. It is. A little grit. Do you remember this? Stranded, stranded, stranded on the toilet bowl. Can't find the paper roll. So you take it like a man and wipe it with your hand. Do you remember that? <laughs> no. That's, that's in the, like, uh, there, every other one I can think of was doesn't age well. But there is something about, like, in America, puritanical yeah. culture... Anything with your butthole. Don't talk about it. Minimum and don't talk about it. Certainly don't sprinkle it with a gentle, warm water flow. Uh It's too sexual. It is. (laughs) Think about it. It's probably it. You're in Paris and you're like, these guys are tickling their buttholes after every poo-poo. You're supposed to wipe it poorly, have it itchy, and go eat more meat. Like that's (laughs) meat. That's the American way. Clog up that colon. That's the American way. Yeah, yeah. Hey, your mom was a nutritionist. What was that like? Did she teach you good stuff? Did she like set good patterns, or was she kind of cuckoo bananas? She, she did both. She did both. She had. Uh, I, we didn't have the healthiest stuff growing up, but it wasn't unhealthy. I mean, bean I sprouts. Was, yeah, beans, no. Wheat, I mean, wheatgrass. What kind of nutritionist was she? I think she just was. She was like as clean as we can eat, the better. Really? Right? Yeah. It was like, and in Oklahoma City, that's you know, not easy. That's just going to Arby's and not eating the bun. Is that true? <laughs> no, well, I mean, she, I did, if she was I did ahead on Atkins, <laughs> yes, if she, she predicted Atkins, true, yeah. true, true, true. Yeah. No, I mean, there was a lot of lot, lot of like home cooked meal, you know, chicken fried steak and big you know, unhealthy things. Oh, really? Yeah, okay, yeah. so she was in Oklahoma City. She was in Oklahoma City. Yes, in Oklahoma nutrition. Curly like, fries are actually easier to digest. <laughs> yeah, right. About the shape, right? right. The DNA the helix of the shape. It it it. it uh, it helps the BMs, the curly fry. And then we wipe it poorly, itch all day, then eat more meat. That's the American way. Is it true that... I'm going to get off base now. That it's okay. John Wayne... Have, it was, was this a joke in 
I think it was, a, oh, I'm, I'm realizing this is a joke in one of the Jackass movies that some guy, one of the guys shoves something up his... Oh, yeah, the <laughs> and toy car. The, the, yeah, yeah, the, the Hot Wheels car, car yeah. whatever. Yeah, the race car. Shouldn't have said Hot Wheels. The uh, the small miniature <laughs> die cast well, it car. Wasn't a, it wasn't a micro machine. Micro machine, no, 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 it doesn't it make been, the movie. You'd pass that easy. That's when you have to listen to the fans. <laughs> that's the Sonic. That's the bad looking original Sonic of that movie. It's got to be a bigger car. <laughs> a bigger car. It's got to be at a least huge, an eighth scale. Yeah, not, not right. A, a quarter, quarter not a model scale. with the working doors. If the doors work, it's too big to put up your butt. I've always said that. But I think he said something about the guy was was trying to help him get it out. Saying that, that John Wayne had like sixty pounds of of oh poo poo in his yes. colon, and he was like, "Is that what they call him, the Duke?" I, was like, oh. <laughs> I, was like, oh. I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> doubt it. You see certain I mean, corn-fed, uh, yeah, all their no fiber, none, yeah. It's just you know, why is it painful. manly to have absolute no flow down there? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, well, the bidet, back. bidet makes sense. Yeah, you know, no, you got to get one. But like, you're right on we'll the puritanical see. part of it. Like, oh, for sure, this is. Uh, well, think it's French. God would not approve of yeah, something the, tickling that. Yeah, if he wanted something to tickle it, it'd make it easier to pee on your own butt. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, someone's done that. The original bidet. <laughs> the, the original <laughs> now bidet. I've I've the, crossed my own line. The self-made bidet. Yeah, you, know, you, you just kind of. <laughs> You a U boat back to your uh, butt. Oh, okay, forget yeah, this. Yeah. This riff yeah. is horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. Have you ever yeah. almost died? Have you ever seen a ghost? Have you ever gone to a psychic or some sort of phenomenon that you can't explain? No. And I'm the guy that wish you wish. I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember going back to going back to X Men. Uh, the actress Fomka Jansen came in one day and she was kind of rattled. I'm like, "What's up?" She's like, "My my apartment's haunted." And I was like, it is. How? And of course, I'm such a cynic. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah. what they look like? Is She's it like, haunted? Stop, 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 stop. I know yeah. you're taking the piss, but like, what? I said, what happened? Well, her dog at the time was named Licorice. And she's like, Licorice, for no reason, like, got up and stood and looked into the corner of this room where there was nothing there. Started barking at it. And I was like, that's it? And, and, I, she's, and then yes. she goes, like, but Licorice said, has been dead a, for three years. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I feel bad because she, nope, she nope. lost the dog recently. No, 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 it was a while back. It was a while back. But We're but I was like, Fomka, it's a mouse in the wall of the right behind. You the, you know, it, she's yeah. like, you're never going to see any of this stuff because you don't allow yourself to believe it. Wow, and I, and you know we're close friends, so she was you know just jabbing me. But I was like, well, is that all it takes? Belief, just just believing in it. And if then, that was true, I would have seen a lot more. Yeah. than I've seen. Right, it would it would be a hoot. It would yeah. be a hoot to. Not in the moment, but afterwards, you'd be like, wow, that really affirmed that there's a lot more right. going on here. There's the Albert, Albert Einstein is purported to say there's two ways to look at the universe. One, that nothing is a miracle. One, that everything is a miracle. Right. And if you see something unexplainable, it's kind of, you know, yeah. affirming that more is going on here, right. especially with ghosts. It's like an afterlife kind of. Right. Uh, where do you stand on that? On the, the uh, ghosts? And... I think it, it, you're always safe, not in public opinion necessarily, right. but you're always safe in assuming that this thing yeah. that we're in is so much weirder than oh, anyone I thinks. I agree. And no matter how many people, I'm not putting down science, love right, science. Right. No matter how many people in white lab coats label it right. and recreate it, it's still a fucking, yeah. not a shit show, but it is a mystery. It's a mystery. You're alive. You know yeah. you're alive. 
there's like the shapes of amoebas mirror the shapes of animals and the yeah. shape the universes and molecules and all this stuff i was like there's this weird mm-hmm. thing going on so the fact that you draw the line i had a bit about this but i'm gonna put it to you it's like people don't believe in an afterlife and afterlife is just as preposterous as a life you showed up out of nowhere into life right. and you're like there's one fucking weird thing that doesn't make any sense and then that's it i right. was like I don't understand. <laughs> right. I understand also how it's narcissistic to be like, I must continue. I'm just saying, like, don't take anything for granted. Uh, well, yeah, honor the sort of miracle of not necessarily knowing all there is to know, yeah. right? Because it's it does get arrogant to think that this brain that was created by something yes. has the capacity to understand things, all of the levels that, right? And why would that even serve it? That's what they're seeing now. So brain science is saying, like, the chance that your brain is showing you reality is right. zero, I think. It's like zero point something because it would be too overwhelming. Right. It would only show you a version of reality, like the Communist Party, like propaganda. Right. Right. Your brain shows you a propagandized version of reality mm-hmm. to favor your breeding, your survival, right. survival. your safety, your food. Yeah. Yeah. Why would it go like... There's also a pirate right here. You know what I mean? Right. You know, just right. like, I died choking on a fishbone. Like, that doesn't help you. Serve you. No, no, no. And You're maybe psychics are going like, oh, fuck, my brain is just prioritizing different stuff, or I'm mm-hmm. like tuned differently. If you want to get in the skeptic tank, Ari Shapiro's podcast, if you want to get in a skeptical place, I can rock out on the pleasure of that too, right. a little bit more certainty. Like if my daughter was afraid of a ghost, I would be like, sweetheart, there's no such things as ghosts. Right. Maybe later in her life, I'd be like, remember what I said? I don't know. <laughs> like, right. I've heard some stuff. Right. But you would like to see something. Well, yeah, just I, because I, my brain is structured around... But more around fact and like science, and yeah. I wish it wasn't. Yeah, um, because it's like for the fun you, of it. It's it's like faith, right? Like yeah. things that we can't see. Like we're conditioned, I think, as people to be like, well, like talking about fear and survival and 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 uh, all those things that sort of dictate how we get through life and what drives us and whatever and how we feel what makes us feel safe well okay i know that this pillow is going to be here yeah. when i reach over and touch it again and like yeah. you know yeah um but the idea of sort of a belief something's going on with that your eyes can't see right so much of it is like what can we see what can we touch what can we smell what can we be what can what's constantly been reaffirmed what's a reproducible our, experience right like right said, every time i touch this right and you're like okay this makes me feel stable right Right, and then or, science says, "What if I hit it harder? Right. What if I hit it softer? What breaks it? Right. Reproduce right. it, build another the, one. Yes, and yeah. then we go. We're very sure that this right. is real. Right, yeah. right. And then so within that, like you know, I I don't know. I I wish I I wish I had more of those. Like I have, there's you know, sort of religion or spirituality. Like I'm I'm definitely somewhat spiritual in a sense that I. You know, I my my sort of feeling on all of that is like, I am so, I don't, I have no idea, yeah, if there's an afterlife, I have no idea what's beyond what my mind can comprehend or see or touch, mm-hmm. but I know that there's something there. Yeah. I know there's a shit ton there, right? But I don't know what it is, right? Necessarily, and I'm like, my marvel at what that kind of is or out, you know, or or could be, but yeah. um. Yeah, but I guess sometimes like you get you get wrapped up in the the things that you know, living a day to day life, right? Like I know that 
that kind of thought sometimes ha- it, that has its place, of course. And but I eventually I still have to get out, go and pull that doorknob, w- open the door, and get in my car and press right. the gas pedal and That's like right. all of these things that we know that we have. To, right. Um, and I think that provides a lot of like security for some people. You know, it would be too overwhelming. Too overwhelming. Right. In fact, that's what I was just talking to somebody about this. That's what psychedelics do. Your brain is prioritizing what's important in this room. Right. And when you take psychedelics, uh, it stops doing that. Right. And guess what? You're not really useful. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're having a useful <laughs> you're having, experience. You're having a good but time. like, if this texture becomes as interesting as it actually is, mm-hmm. without getting too much into what reality is. But like as it you perceive it to be, you could stare at it for hours, right. but you're not breeding, you're not eating, right. and you're not, you know, right. Right. preparing for tomorrow. All the things that made us right. great as a species. <laughs> right. You know Moving I mean? forward and yeah, right. Right. Or or even though animals animals plan, isn't that weird? Like squirrels are planning for the winter, beavers right. are making a dam to have a habitat. Like that's wild. It, uh, even, that, though yeah. even though they're present, they're planning. Bears are planning. Isn't that insane? It's insane. I'm, I'm actually it, just thinking about this kind of for the first no, time. No, I know. And I think with <laughs> nature and wildlife, especially those kinds of things, like I'm I actually you know, I mean I have three kids and I've witnessed each one of them being born and like gross. You know, for, <laughs> 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 oh wow, gross! I'm just kidding. It was a thing. It was a thing. I was, I was there for mine too. It was. I. I. I wish I could take a psychedelic and do it again. Right. It was so amazing. Did you not take a psychedelic on for yours? No. You want to, you want to take a psychedelic? No. I. I actually knew a friend who smoked something very strong and went back and saw his kids be born again, which wow. I was like, whoa, wow, yeah. I was like, yeah, that's a nice. I, I don't have much um, experience in that world. I don't. Uh, yeah. I, it. It. I. My ex-wife, who I'm still very, very close with. Cute. Um, yeah. To, uh, before What's your we Instagram were... handle? I'm just kidding. <laughs> just give it a plug. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> God, she's on, she's on Instagram. Oh, cool. She, uh, she was the first person I smoked a joint with, and she gave me the joint. She goes, I'm going to run to the bathroom. You try it out. I'll be back. And I thought you smoked it like a cigarette. And I took <laughs> I 10 hits off this thing. <laughs> My first time I ever smoked weed, and I was... Out of sorts for hours. Of course. Ugh. I have the same experience. Really? Just like nobody tells you about continuity, weed smokers just think everyone knows how to do it. And, uh, Government and I like, grade. I want to be laughing like you. Nothing is funny yeah. Yeah. right now yeah. at all. In fact, I, could, I couldn't even finish that sentence. Nothing yeah. is funny. Like yeah. nothing is. What was I going to say? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like I couldn't see. My hand was floating in front of my face. And, but, <clears throat> really? But like. Because weed yeah. is a, a mild. It's a psychoactive drug. It yeah. can make you hallucinate. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and I've I've things. since discovered sort of, you know, lesser uh, in, like <laughs> versions of that, meaning yeah. like, oh, yes, this actually can be nice and it can help me sleep or it can help me whatever. Right. If, you're in a, if I'm writing a song or like, you know, yeah. like kind of, yeah. I can see how the doors sort of open up a bit. It you shuts know? those voices off. Yeah, especially if those, if, you know, because I, I love music and I play guitar and I, you know, I, try to write songs and if you're sort of like your left brain or whatever is taking over it's just this is not where you want to be like yeah. you're like ah oh, you're too judgmental of it right. this sounds like a Coldplay song you're fraud right. you're right. whatever you're just duplicating so, yeah right <laughs> oh you mean it's ripping off a Coldplay <laughs> yeah it's like you know you're just you're just recreating a melody that's already sort of mulling around in your brain don't even get I think they did a study back in the 90s that was like we're gonna run out of original melodies by 2010 or something <laughs> 
Right. Which I've always kind of like, but I don't know if I can disagree with that. But I then can't. You're like, then you're like, okay, well, I'm still hearing new music. That's true. Where did that melody come from? Put me in any supermarket and it's just, uh, my brain always goes, this is um, Mr. Postman or whatever. Or like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. This is... I know exactly what cool. song you're yeah, talking about. Right? <laughs> yeah, right? There is a song that's Mr. Postman, right? Yeah. And you see the, the recyclical nature right. of... But then it's like, there's also no truly new original way to act per se mm-hmm. you can just kind of mix you can meaning what do you have you have your mouth your eyes your yeah. neck your, you know it's yeah like, there's a set amount of notes for your acting as right, well right or your writing as well yep that's what we're seeing with like ai and chat gpt is, is finding out what the notes that we use are for things but then you realize that the art is how you use right. those notes. The, right, yes, how that's, uh, at, yeah. So if yeah. you write a song that sounds like a Coldplay song, there's actually a good chance that it, that might be within the bounds, you know? Right, yeah. Sometimes I, I'll watch an old episode of The Simpsons, and I'm like, oh my God, I wrote a joke that's so similar to that yeah. joke that I know I saw when I was 15. Right, right. I'm like, and maybe oh. you're not even aware of it, right? I wasn't. Just, yeah, at all. Absolutely you're wasn't. Like, was oh, like, that's just in there somewhere. But then you go, it's just <clears> artists, like, right? Like, you know, I'm trying to think of... I'm sure, like Van Gogh was not ripping off, but going. I'm inspired sure. by Monet or whoever. Like you know, look, you're two in probably a completely long different time periods. Line. I, nobody in this room knows that. <laughs> well, we thought Paul Lynn was a deep, <laughs> deep cut. We're going. It's great to sit down with Marsden and talk Monet. <laughs> but you're in a very long line, uh, and at the end of the line is you get to be an artist or an actor or a musician. And if there's an opportunity to cut the line, I don't mean to actually screw people over. I just mean like, let's listen to a Coldplay record, figure out, listen to what they figured out and let that project you forward a little bit. Right. I don't think there's anybody that we've heard of that is just a pure original. No. Well, no, <laughs> That would well, be ridiculous. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Originality like, is, is your interpretation, interpretation of everything that's happened before you yeah, that it's mixed inspired with your you. originality. Right, right. It's inspired you. Maybe we're seeing it more, not egregious now, but it's definitely like, well, that was, you just kind of went into the contract and said, here, as long as we're seven notes, that we're yeah. stealing from this melody and that's not right. eight. That's right. 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 Um, you know, and I know a lot of songwriters nowadays go in and, find old Gershwin tunes and just go, oh, I love this chord progression. Oh. And let's kind of just change it here and here. And, yeah. you know, it's like already the template is there. It's like when they do a sound alike. Yeah. Like or, on The Daily Show, they had Back in Black for Lewis Black, and it was mm-hmm. dun, dun 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 It wasn't right. dun 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 Yeah. They doubled up the note, and they right. changed and it they slightly. Just, mm-hmm. And yeah. we did that. This is the backdrop for the Pete Holmes show. We did that for a a Cold War Kids song that I really liked and we tried to get that song we couldn't afford it so they did like something inspired by it yep. you wouldn't even know but that's just how a lot of people are well, like I always think of the Bond, the James Bond theme song those augmented chords in there like I mean like that's so many songs you can go alright they use that little bit like you can hear it in you can hear it, and it's not plagiarism. It's like yeah, that's, yeah. you know, that's a progression. Of the, well, that's that's you can um, hear it in Hamilton the, the musical. Song. You can hear it in the Eight Mile song with, yes. with Eminem. Right, right. But it's you know, it's not. Oh, I just did a mashup in my head. It was um, that's not my name. 
Oh yeah. That's not my name. That's not my name. I stay out too late. That's what people say. Oh, Taylor Swift. That's what people say. That's not my name. Yeah. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. I'm not saying it's they wrong. Are, there's overlap. I'm saying we're all in the ocean. Right. It's no wonder we're a bunch of fish. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, those are wise words. That's exactly, um, yeah. exactly true. Oh, but sometimes, yeah. and, like, not to go back to like psychedelics and stuff, but I can see how, oh, well, that actually does get rid of all of those. At least that voice yeah. in your head that's going, this sounds like that. Yep. This is, you're, you're ripping off. You, what your choice in this scene is, is you're doing a Brad Pitt impression or a Tom Cruise. I think or, you what know. they can do is they make you realize your lineage in a, you're, you're moving the ball forward. Mm-hmm. Instead of stealing from Marlon Brando, right. you're, you're actually honoring him right. by letting him inspire. He's gone. He's right. dead. And now he's, he's still right. in the scene with you. That's, that's pretty also incredible. Also, too, like going back to what we talked about earlier, too, like you were saying that you... you involuntarily created this not affectation Just but like bit, some, yeah. you know a little bit of something i would do that because i got into this business because i was a good mimic mm. like i had an ear yeah i never i never took well just for to do people's voices for hearing you know voices yeah. and like and it wasn't it wasn't i wasn't aware of it like when i was in high school it was like uh, the impression guy it was like mars does a does a great yeah, you know Chad from English. Yeah. Like you got to yeah. hear his yeah, yeah, Chad yeah, yeah. or yeah. the teacher and whatever. Yep. Yep. And it wasn't anything I was trying to do to get even get attention. I was just like I would it, that teacher was name would come up in conversation. Yeah, and I'd be like I know he's like I'm like oh that's a really good teacher. Yeah. So this is me by the way. And I do this yeah. to a fault when I'm around people. This I is me by the way. I kind of take on their their thing. Same. And I don't know I'm doing it. And I've been in really embarrassing situations where I do. What this. do you mean? I was just with an Irish guy yesterday, and I just kept going, "Toys, toys, cool, cool, thanks." Cool. Because when you're with I them, couldn't. it sounds great. And again, you're probably not even aware of it, but the American thing doesn't sound great when you when you no. keep talking like no. that. But I don't think we're even making that dis- that choice, right? I don't think it's a, we're unaware of making that decision. The show that I just did with a, a lot of Indian, <clears throat> it's about an Indian family, and I just every once in a while I would just catch myself. Um, I, what is it? V's, I I will like I I just want to say a V instead of a W, mm-hmm. not to do a silly voice, right. but because this is what everyone sounds like in the room, and I just want to try it. I just have to. Right, it's mimicry. Yeah, uh, but I understand that uh, somebody was explaining the dynamic. It's different with an Irish person or a Scottish person because maybe that's my heritage. So I always had to be very careful to make sure it was okay. Right, but I can't well, you can stop get offended. With, right, yeah. like are you taking the piss or like right. are you trying? You know, because they're aware of it and you right. might not be. Is I mean, this, is, are you mocking? What, right. is, you, you what mocking? is your intention here? Right. And for if you sound like me, my intention is an involuntary, I can't stop trying to sound like who, when I go home, I speak in a Boston accent the entire time. Yeah. yeah. Do you speak Southern the yeah. whole time? Yeah. 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 Is that I mean, true? It's not, it's not as heavy as it was when I, yeah, when but I you just do it living there. It's just what happens. Right. It's what we do. No. It, and it was probably a survival instinct. That's why I brought up my parents. I was like trying to act Right, like they were acting, or what they wanted, or whatever, and yeah. that continues to this day. God, where else did I do it? That was just embarrassing. That I could probably just talk about on this podcast too. Wahlberg. I mean, hey, how's it going? <sighs> hey, James. Yeah. This is two guns. Hey, buddy. This isn't good? three guns, okay? Yeah. You go on your trail. <laughs> <laughs> There's this one too many guns. One too many guns. Get buddy. out of here. Uh, uh, yeah, I, 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 I do it, and I don't know I'm doing it, and <clears throat> and it served me because. I have a good, I don't know. I can I can do impressions. I can do you know. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but uh, but I don't like doing it when I don't know I'm doing it. And like you said, if you're in a room full of Englishmen drinking pints, you just forget like, it. Yeah. No. I like go- listen. To- I did it with the Irish guy. So there was literally an Irish guy just staying in my house. That he left this morning. Him and a couple of other guys. It was so great. And I would say taking the piss. Right. I would say having yeah, a laugh. Yeah, I, mega, oh, mega, mega. I can't yeah. stop. No, right. <laughs> I can't stop. And I find the Scottish are, Very in my experience, the most like sensitive to it. Oh, they don't like it. Yeah, because I love that accent. Yeah, I love no, the Scottish fantastic. accent. And I've, I've, you it's because of Mike Myers. They don't like it anymore. Is that it? No, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. But I mean, it's in every like How to Train Your Dragon, every kids movie. Because I, you know. Yeah. You got kids. I've yeah. my kids are all grown up now, but like the movies that I saw for the last 15, 20 years are just like yeah. it's all DreamWorks, all Pixar, whatever. And yeah. half of them are like brave. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, and, brave. and how, to, how to train your dragon. And I oh, forgot about oh, brave. I can't do it alone. <laughs> like uh, you know. So I I love that accent. And when I'm around it, I just am like, Can I please talk like you? I, you know. And yeah, I remember uh there are some people that are just like, nah. I don't like it, you know. Well, that was, and also, you have to do it well because if you do it shitty, then they're not really not going to like it. Well, that was the story I told my Irish friend. I was like, I was hanging out with the comedian David O'Doherty, and for a month, I just only spoke to him in an Irish accent. I didn't even think about it. I mean, I didn't even think to not do it. Right. I was like, of course. Yeah. Did you <laughs> watch? One uh, he went. Please stop. <laughs> Please. Stop. Please. <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> that's, oh God, that's so fucking brutal. <laughs> I mean, like you watch Banshees of Inisherin, and he's like, That's I just want to walk around and say, feckin' a lot. Feckin'. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Feckin' grand. Oh. It'll be feckin' grand. M. M. Could you feckin' step? Yeah, I, I, I blew M. it. M. Uh, I love it. I just, I, I love it. It's, it's so, I mean, I like celebrating it when I. Of course. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Okay, so we kind of talked about God already. We kind of got it. Oh, just, <laughs> just barely, bit. barely. Yeah, just barely. Did you yeah. grow up religious? No, uh, I did not. I, I grew City. up around religion yeah. a lot. It was like Baptist, giant, giant mega churches. You know, yeah. It was like Disney, they, Disneyland parking lot churches. You know? Yeah, and nobody was like, "Why don't you go uh, to church, weirdo?" No. Uh, well, I remember. I mean, no. There was like I had a couple of friends. I remember once a buddy of mine who's really actually funny actor who was like a friend of mine that we do like goofy sketches and drama class with. And we went to lunch one day and came came uh, came back and we were in the car and he turned to me and was like, "Hey, I gotta ask you something." I was like, "Yep." Yeah. And he was like, "Have you accepted Jesus Christ into your life?" I knew it. I knew when you and, said, and "Let it, me ask you." And something. I kind of yeah. yeah. And I went, "Man, I don't think I have." And he's like, "Well, do you want to?" And in my mind, I was like, "Well, I don't want to offend the guy, or you know, I don't even yeah. know what it means." Really. It's rude. He's at yeah. the door. But I was like. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's like, okay, well, take my hand and bow your head. Like, in the front seat of a car. Wow. You can imagine, like, my my <laughs> other friends in high school walking yeah. past me. Like, hmm. What the fuck is going That's on in interesting. there? interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you let Jesus in your heart, and then he does he leave? Do you tip him? <laughs> Do you tip him? <laughs> I mean, he did a service. He brought you salvation. Are you supposed to... Is it 20%? Uh, yeah. I just, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, uh, I, I wasn't... My parents weren't very religious they weren't um you know church goers yeah a lot of people were just like i mean every sunday like i have a place in austin texas and it's right by one of the biggest churches in town and i'm the which he- one what's your address i don't even know <laughs> yeah yeah i'm the heathen that like I, I drive out of my you know my my little housing edition and every sunday at like you know from 11 o'clock to 12 o'clock there was like 10 cop cars 
just S-parking, directing traffic yeah. out of the fucking parking lot. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I just want to go get my coffee. Yeah, yeah, damn it. God damn yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Look exactly. what you're doing. <laughs> you could go to exactly. Higher Grounds, the, the coffee shop in the church. I'm sure it's great. <laughs> I'm sure I'm there's sure a few options. And the there's another guy so going, excuse me, Cyclops, have you accepted Jesus <laughs> in your I did, I did, I did, I did, I did. He's there. He's there, I promise. Let me ask you one, uh, one fit, handsome guy question. Did you get really fat and then get cut? Is that a no. thing everyone has to do? No. Because I remember Kumail got real... By the way, you shouldn't say fat, but I'm just saying like he put on a lot of weight. Right. And then he got cut. Wait, by design? Like he on, like purposefully That's got so, heavier? This is what I understand about Kumail. You know who I'm talking about, yeah, Kumail? Yeah, of course. He's so like, let's not say of course. He's not that big. I'm just kidding. I've known, I've known him for 20 years, so I'm saying, like, if you, is he at of course level? That, then. Is he at of course? Is Kumail an of course? I'm just kidding. He's Love an of course. Yeah. Kumail yeah. is an of course, and he's fantastic. And he By the way, if it. I didn't know who he was, I'd say of course. Yeah. <laughs> Hollywood. Uh-huh. He did that movie with Batista, Dave Batista, uh-huh. and I think he followed a lot of Batistips. Right. You just made a word. Dave Batista. <laughs> he gave, there we he go. gave him a lot of tips. Go on his tipstagram for his tips, and you can watch about maybe six months before Kumail came out as mm-hmm. uh, Hercules. He got really soft, and I, I talked to him about it, and he was like, "That's a thing. You oh. put on all this uh, extra weight or whatever, and then you cut it. Like let the thing grow underneath you that you want to. Sh- I shave, guess shave I don't know. The stuff I just assumed of. you're a fit fella. I'd love some fit tips. I want some. I mean, James I was, Mars <sighs> tips. I what do you not that. do? You, you're not eating ice cream. Do you eat ice cream? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Get out of here. This is. I just. I'm so sick of Gene. <laughs> negative body fat. If I could just put weight on. <laughs> Uh, I remember uh, reading when Brad Pitt did Fight Club, he did an interview where he's like, I don't understand. All I do is eat ice cream and hamburgers. And I was like, that's bullshit. That's, You're that- freaking me out because I went to the Fight Get Club the premiere and I asked him about his physique and he said, it's a million calories. You got to eat so much food. To do what? That was the to- only exchange I had with him. To, to, to look like he does in Fight Club. It just made no sense He said to you had to eat a yes. ton. Yes. He was like, my caloric intake but a day is like 8,000 calories or something. Like, explain to me the science of that. Because he must work out constantly. I guess fuel, but like, right. You're fueling, but, but you would think that not eating 8,000 calories would, would make his stomach look like that. Right. When we're but all I don't, thinking I don't know. of that shot where he got up off the guy yeah. Yeah. and you see those gutters. Yeah. I I was always a sort of spindly legged skinny kid. Yeah, uh, drinking spindrift with your spindly legs. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. I was uh, I was not the um, the guy in high school that the ladies were that interested in. Really? I know that, like I picture you throwing a perfect every... <laughs> football, no. and then going, "Here's my impression of Professor Barkley." All right, get around, guys. <laughs> no, I was definitely more of that for yeah, sure. Yeah, but but no, I was. Corn-fed Oklahoma boys who were already two hundred twenty-five pounds. What is your? Give me a wellness tip as somebody who's interested. I just started. uh, This is so embarrassing, but I just started lifting weights and stuff. Give me a tip. Give me a Marsden tip. Uh, Give me a Cyclops tip. Give me a Hugh Jackman tip. (laughs) Well, (laughs) yeah. I'll tell you what to. I mean, that's become his like another religion for him. It can for some people. Like I remember Zac Efron like deciding to get in shape, and it was like he looked like Kamel. Yeah. Good Lord, is there an ounce of fat on your body right. anywhere? Like right. you shrink wrap. Right. He's the last we eat. Right. 
<laughs> right, we right. eat you less. <laughs> right. Congrats. We you're going to you be last. a little grisly. Which actually isn't true because you eat muscle. You don't eat fat. So yeah, you're but you don't you're want, the first you don't want tough muscle, though. Yeah, you don't that's want true. tough muscle. That's true. You don't want to be, you know. Efron crashes in a plane and everyone's looking around about how we're going to survive and he's just laughing. <laughs> Remember that movie? I've been God. training for this for years. You're going to eat me last. <laughs> But, uh, I would right. say, I mean, again, it's like, what are you trying to achieve? Are you trying to gain muscle? Are you trying to thin guess, out? Yeah, what? muscle would be nice. Okay, so yeah, you're lifting weights. That's a good thing you're doing. Yeah, you why? Just started lifting weights. Yeah, because that breaks down your muscles and builds muscle. Yeah, like it's it. You kind of traumatize. Do you your eat muscles. before you work out or after you work out? If I'm, run, I'm, if I'm running, I'm doing. You, I'm not like Mr. Fitness, but I like son of a bitch. I, <laughs> I can feel you dodging this. Well, trying listen, to be a I man know. of the people. What? What's your protein intake? You eat your weight in grams? I'm not that guy. No, 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 really? no. But I do know that what I do for a living, like I can't turn into. You know, late stage Orson Welles. Right. Right. I can't. I can't. This I can't you know, <laughs> right. You know no. that one? I can't do it. Uh, so, and also, I found like, I don't know. I I discovered running and usually happens when we talk about a ghost. Oh yeah, yeah. Now we're talking this fitness talk. Made the light Here, go keep out. Keep your fitness talk. We'll use right. we'll use your camera and I'll fix this light bulb. We're almost done anyway. Yeah. We're gonna get you out of here, Jimmy. You got a big old, f- you know. A little bit of four foot softbox over here. Four foot softbox? Yeah, I mean, this guy, right? That's my Batman costume. Does that mean? Do you know I'm Batman on YouTube? What? We're both. I don't want to say we're both in the uh, superhero Marvel, uh, uh, over. But, uh, the, what's yeah. it called? The the, the canon. Of, yeah, we're uh, in the canon. I'm not. I'm not in, of course, Kumail uh, level. <laughs> of course, <come laughs> but I am. Uh, oh yeah, that guy. Pete, I Pete. scrolled yeah, past him on as Batman. Briefly. Wait, what, why do you have that? We do these Batman videos. It's one of the most popular things I've done. We call it Badman. He's like an idiot this Batman. Is, this is where I'm embarrassed that I haven't seen it. You don't have to be embarrassed. <laughs> Are you kidding? I was just trying to think of how to get it back to me. And I was like, oh, I just worked with the original Batman. Did you? Keaton? Yeah. The thing I auditioned for was with Keaton. That's why I wanted You're kidding. it so bad. Yeah, I didn't get it. Well, how long ago was that? A Friday this week. Yeah, it was recently. Really? It wasn't uh, Batman, but it was a, a, yeah. a Keaton film and oh. I, I met him. A few, I met him at the the last time I saw you. He was at that party. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. The, the the West Side, the West Side. Oh, boy, I was so nervous at that party. I was like, I don't belong here. The Conzi party? Yeah. Oh, really? I mean, it was. He's lovely, but I'm no, a know, huge fan I, of his. I saw you, and I was like, that's. Uh, and then remember, I saw you at the Vanity Fair party. Yeah. And I do you remember this? Correct me if I'm wrong, because memory is not reliable. But I'm walking out. <laughs> And I'm I'm just not feeling comfortable. Maybe how you felt at the Conan party was how I felt at the Vanity Fair right. party. And I was like, I think I'm gonna get out of here. I saw the guy on Shark Tank, the black guy. Uh, he was yeah, really I drunk. Know. I just I remember he was really drunk, and I was like, "Hey, I love you on Shark Tank." And he was like, Ugh. "And his bodyguards were like, stay away stay from away. this guy." I was like, "All right." And I was like, "Maybe it's time to get the fuck out of here." Like my yeah. wife and I rubbernecked and looked right. around, and we saw Taylor Swift, and right. we left. you do that for a good twenty thirty minutes, and, and then I actually get depressed. Go, I I really do. I'm not saying that to oh, I'm so grass no, normal no, guy. I, I just don't like being in a room full of flashlights. No, not flashlights, black holes. Right. Everybody's looking for attention, right. including me, right. but nobody's giving it. So what right. are we doing here? Yeah, it's a, it's Just, a vapid void. Yes. Yeah, a, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I guess you could say it's all, 
it's all forks and no chicken breasts. Right. It's right. all just everyone's yeah. going like, uh-huh. who's gonna, right. who's gonna look at me and tell me that I'm whatever? Right. Yeah. And you're like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. This is a loser's game. I, I'm embarrassed to admit, but I'm being honest. It's fun to go to a party and and have people interested and in, in in each other. Yeah, let's get well, a like, flow a, going. Like, I hit the tennis ball to the net. You hit it back over. That's we all have, I'm saying. Yes. I don't need it. My genuine organic conversation, but real chats. Right. I right. call it movie parties. You know, in movie parties, everyone's having real conversations because there's no music playing. It's a quiet right. set. Right. And they right. have these yeah. big scenes, and then they play the music afterwards. Parties yeah. in real life are like what? But you that's know, what happens when you put all of those types of people, those personalities, in one room, right? It's and like, it's, it's not a good vibe. No. Really. So this is the part, and. It's not weird, but I'm leaving. Meaning, I was just going to say we can edit it out, but it's not like you said something weird. But I was leaving, and I had never met you. And I was like, and you, we, you introduced ourselves, and you were like, you're the only person I would talk to at this point. <laughs> was this the Conzi thing? No. Oh, oh the Vanity Fair thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. And I remember, yeah. I just remember going like, I wonder if you were like me. I wonder if you were kind of having a miserable time. I just didn't know what you meant by it. And I was kind of too depleted to stay. And I was right. just like, well, I'll we were see leaving. you another time. Yeah we, yeah, we were leaving. And I remember our really nice conversation and exchanges that we had at yeah. the other party. Yeah. And because and, I think we talked about social Awkwardness. You know, like awkwardness yes. and all that. That was sort of. And I remember Jack McBrayer was there and it yeah. was like, I don't know what y'all are talking about. <laughs> you just go around and you hug everybody. And you I was just like, give him a hug, Jack. And he, but he's also vicious because he was like, I didn't know you were paralyzed with crippling anxiety. <laughs> he's a and sneaky. Was like, he's sneaky. Yeah, you don't yeah. expect no, it, but no, he's getting he's you. dark. He's like, getting like, real yeah, dark. Yeah. I actually got almost to the point where I was like, this is hurting my feelings. Right. <laughs> it's like almost. If you see uh, this Jackie McBee, not that's quite. Like he, no, he's so pure and such a good guy that he does, when he offsets that with his like, yeah, uh, with his with his viciousness, know, with yeah, his yeah. comic yeah, yeah. His prowess, his relentless. Yeah, his his his. Uh, but his, you, his mean Jack, mean yeah, Jack, yeah, mean or Jack. we call it real Jack, real Jack. <laughs> <laughs> when the but real you, Jack comes out. you, am I right in diagnosing that you might be like me? That those that's not entirely your scene or your I, comfort zone I'm, i well, i still walk into a room like that and i'm like okay well there's there's conan o'brien there's Judd larry apatow, david there's larry david yeah. there's judd apatow there's yeah. you know yeah. everyone i'm like ooh, these are like you, you saw I judd mean, like, twice you must have been near the snack table okay. <laughs> <laughs> why burn judd uh it's funny yeah i know what you mean you're heroes you're heroes. Well, yeah it's just like i'm they probably and i'm like they're looking at me like mm, he's he's i thought this was a, a party for this type of person or at this level or a comedian. That's so funny because I'm over here going like... always thinking like, ah. You're I, a I think most star. people, but most people think that, I don't know. I, I think a lot of people at that party are probably like, I, I agree with that. To be, you know, I like, agree with that. We're all kind of feeling the same thing. But like that was actually really nice because he's one of the nicer people. Conzies. Yes. Yeah. And I'm obsessed with him and I have been for a long time and me and Max's wife still were just like, love the guy. I think he's so bright, so yeah. funny. Yeah. And, and, um, and, but intimidating because he's so smart, and so yeah. you know, I'm like I don't, I don't know what to, I think our exchange was. Someone brought me over to say hi to him. Was like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, I don't. And he's gonna, of course going to be affable and sweet yeah. and like, yeah. look at you. He's like, look at you, Jesus. He's like, have you ever had a you know yeah. non-attractive day in your life? And I was like, yeah. what do you say oh. to that? What do you say to that quick? And I went, mm, yeah. no, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, it's actually funny. Yeah, <laughs> no. but, but yeah, there you but go. I, I just, I, it was, I don't know. I, I was like. Yeah, because I'm a huge Larry David fan as well. Just, I didn't just, talk to him, and then I it, I did to, not. It was like Larry. There, uh, here's another. This is so Hollywood to be like another Vanity Fair party story. I love it. This was last year. I walked in, 
And I was there by myself. This time I had a. a, a I'd like per- to point out, old Holmesy doesn't get invited anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I was very happy to see your face. Old Holmesy's, uh, that's so sweet. Old Holmesy's been too vocal about not liking it. I'm just, <laughs> right, I'm just right. kidding. This is going to seal our deal. We're not going to get any invitations. Mrs. Fair, Van V. Fair, is listening to this podcast going, well, <laughs> right. forget it. Yeah, that's right. Invite so the guy from can... Shark Tank again. He enjoyed the bar. <laughs> what is Mrs. I think Mrs. Fair has an Irish accent, I think. Oh, doesn't she? Cool. Oh. Oh, That's about enough of I that. I guess one. he's not coming back to next year, is he? Vanity unfair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, why just have foot in the damn place? It's so fucking miserable for you. Um, Get the fuck out. <laughs> okay. I've been thrown out of better magazine-run Hollywood elite parties than this. So tell I, me that. I, I walked in by myself to the Vanity Fair thing last year. and like, already, like, that was a terrible idea. So I'm walking around pretending like I'm finding the person that I came with. You're holding two drinks yeah, just yeah. as a cover? <laughs> yes. Sweetie? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like this. And Elijah I see... Wood? <laughs> Elijah! <laughs> I see... You uh, do run into co- Elijah Wood? Cocktail t- <laughs> tables, right? With you standing at the... Like a, a high table. Yeah. And it's Sasha Baron Cohen, Isla Fisher, Larry David, and these these Larry's either wife or girlfriend or whatever, and then another woman who's chatting with, with her. And I know Isla and Sasha. So I went over and was like, oh, yes, this is great. I can say hi to you. How's it going? How's the kids? Blah, blah, blah. And then uh, the t- t- <laughs> Sasha and Isla leave. And I turn to Larry David. And the two women that are, he's kind of booking, uh, bookending him are in a conversation. And it's me and Larry David. <laughs> and he's staring at me. And I'm like, okay, here we go. What am I going to say? And maybe it was like three seconds past, but to me it was an eternity. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just tongue work, like say something. And I didn't say a thing. I just stared at him and we just looked at each other. Yeah. And he goes, hey. <laughs> and I was like, hey. And I think I probably did the same thing. It was like I did a Larry David impression because I yeah, was nervous. Yeah. Hey. Ah, ah, you know. And that was it. And then, like, my ex-wife was like, you didn't talk to him? I was like, what the fuck am I going to say? I love your show. Well, you know, everything that they talk about on the show, like, I'm not going to do a stop and chat. Yeah. And like, it was like, this yeah. guy's like, I've got no time for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's probably not he what he was thinking. He tried to do a celeb compliment <laughs> void seeking <laughs> fake compliment. He right. said he liked the show. He wanted me to say he liked Cyclops. <sighs> yeah. I mean, you want to do all of that. I said I'm a big fan, and he went, eh, don't, don't, oh, don't say big fan. Oh, I remember fan. you telling me yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's why you that. Didn't was at the, that was at the party. Yeah. And, so and you I'm made like, the right but, choice. But also, by doing that and him responding the way he did, you got the Larry David experience. Yeah. He did give me what I wanted. Right. Don't, you, don't say big fan. Don't say big fan. Don't, don't say big fan. Don't say, what do I say? I told you. That's what I say. What should I say to you? I Larry? didn't tell you my Seinfeld story where he complimented me, and I know, and I went, I went like this. Like, wow. the, like yeah. a big, like you've just yeah. blown my mind. And he looked like I had, like I farted in the elevator. Like it was like the, like clearly like just too big of a move. Yeah. And I could see him going like, don't, do we have to do the, <laughs> the boom? And then the, where the shrapnel is flying. I've blown your mind so hard. You have to show me the blast radius. It's really good. This guy's got me in the blast radius. And I'm like, it's the it's the uh, yeah, it's the high pitch yeah. Seinfeld, like, cra- yeah, really, really getting emphatic. We need to <laughs> great, great idea, Bernie Sanders, right. Bernie Trump. 
I love it. I, I, just, I just did uh, Seinfeld's, uh, he did this movie about uh, the invention of the Pop-Tart. And, what? Uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm in it. It's like a, it's a kind of a little cameo thing, but, but uh, Spike Ferriston's a, like a, a buddy because of Because Seinfeld, oh no, Brian Regan has a great bit about Pop-Tarts, how it has instructions. And he goes, put the Pop-Tart in vertically. And he goes, oh, 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 oh. he's trying to figure out which way. Horizontal or vertical? It's so funny. Does, uh, is Seinfeld interested in pop tarts? He's, he's directing the movie, and it's it's called Unfrosted, huh. and it's Melissa McCarthy and like Hugh Grant and all this like giant cast full of people. And do you like pop tarts? And uh, uh, I do. I do like pop tarts. I do, it's not going back to the fitness thing. It's not yeah. on the list of stuff I'm picking up at the grocery store. Listen to this rain. I mean, well, this look at this rain. And you know, name drop. You know who called me this morning? Rain Wilson. (laughs) Rain Phoenix. And I answered the phone. (laughs) (laughs) And I went. I answered the phone. I didn't even say hello. I went. It's Ewing really hard this morning. And that (laughs) the fact that he didn't hang up. You've been a delight. Well, thank you. I want you to. We could keep going. Obviously, I'm thinking about who hosts. I don't, know. Access I, don't know. I don't know how hard of an out I have. This is too fun. I okay. I'm, I'm truly enjoying it so, so much. Well, I didn't even give you fitness tips. I didn't even. Well, do you eat before it. or after a workout? I'll eat, eat, I'll eat after a workout. After. After a workout. Cardio in the morning? Cardio in the morning. Try to. Yeah. 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 Don't. How many days a week do you work out? Three. Three days a week? Yeah. At the Sometimes gym? Sometimes none. You have a gym at your house? I go to a I go to a boxing gym in the valley, like Deep Valley. Okay. Uh, and how long do you work out? An hour. An hour. An hour. That's a long time. Yeah, I mean it's average. Do you do your legs? Uh, no. No my, legs. My spindly legs. No, I I, I do <laughs> I do a little bit. I, I just a little. I run, and I think that that's, that's gonna that'll be th- enough for the legs. I go home using my damn and legs all day. And it's not. It makes them littler. It makes Running. them skinnier. Yes. Yeah. Um, but uh, but no, I'm not like He's I'm, I'm almost fifty. We're the right. <laughs> yeah. True. We're around the same age. I mean, we can't be putting up. Massive, you and Sonny. F- no, no, oh, me and you. you. Yeah, like we shouldn't true. be. Yeah. We shouldn't be going to the gym and like trying to bench two fifty. No. No. So you, it, my workout would be your pre-workout. I'm pretty I sure. Doubt it. <laughs> doubt it. I mean, five ten, 160 pounds. Like Jesus. Uh, no, I, and you're almost more. fifty. Well, that's why I started working out. Someone, someone, my friend James Bashara, who made Magic Mind, told me if you go into your fifties with no muscle, you'll just never have it. You'll so I was like, it. okay, I got seven years to that is put up a coat. That's yeah, that, yeah. That is true. The younger you start, the, the more it's going to stay with you through yeah. life. And I just got lucky. Like. I was into that a little bit in high school and, and college. Brad pitches eats eight thousand calories. I don't understand it. I mean, it's, it's part of it. Like at some point, you have to recognize that it's just DNA. Like the guys, or whoever, like some of the yeah. guys who are just built that way. Yeah, and they eat, you know, ten hamburgers a day, and they still look like that. He's older than you. Is was he one of your inspirations, yeah. or is he a contemporary? Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, no, no, no. He's older. He's yeah. what? He's I was like mid to late fifties. Isn't it weird? He's going to be sixty at some yeah. point. Yeah, that's a fun game to play. Yeah. Like who's older, Nicholas Cage? Or Brad Pitt. Is it Nicolas Cage? I mean, uh, yes, maybe that's not the right, m- the best one, but by like a year. A year, yeah. Clooney. Right. Or Nicolas yeah, Cage. Or, right. <laughs> Clooney or Ed Harris. Or, yeah. Right. Like, yeah. What, what do you. Ed Harris has been old our whole lives. Tommy yeah. Lee Jones has been old our since whole I was 11. Right. It's yeah. always been Some the old. always just been old. Actually, when I watch No Country, I actually get worried because I really love Tommy Lee Jones and I'm like, 
He looks like he's close. I'm not. I'm not yeah, trying to be mean. Yeah, no. I'm just like worried. Mm-hmm. I don't want to lose Tommy Lee. No, no. He's. I mean, he's one uh, of our from one of our one of our best. Yeah, he is. I mean, yeah. It's like, boy, the people that you think of as you when you were a kid, like that's a man. Yeah, Tommy right? Lee. Right, like Sean people Connery. Don't what, people don't know its measure. I can't do it. <laughs> no, he's point. good. That's the point. Harrison Ford was 32 when he was on Solo. Like that's perspective. Like I remember seeing Han Solo; he was the man that's of that man. movie, right? I felt that way, and I loved Donald Glover. But when I saw him as Lando, I was like, "But he's a he's a guy like me, right?" But to kids, Donald's a man, right? You yeah, know what I mean? Right. That's when yeah. we saw Han Solo, we were like, "Holy shit!" Right. When my dad was like, "Who's this twerp?" Right? You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. I thought like, it was a I different quality, yeah. yeah, of person. Right. It's the same. It's no. the same. It's and also forty when you were a kid was old. Yeah, yeah, super old. Was old. Close and, to the grave. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just just racing to death. <laughs> but not too fast. <laughs> racing to death. Too, oh, not look, too we're fast. getting some light in here. This is great. Nice. Yeah, the light's coming in. And we, we didn't show you how you're framed, but you're going to look great in Am this Am I? In this you're like yeah. asking me fitness. Yeah. Thing, sitting here like old Globy. Oh, what are we eating for lunch, Globy? James Globy Marsden is our <laughs> guest here today to talk about how he stays so very round. Uh, well, this is the last question we like to ask, unless there's an area that you wanted to circle back to. I mean, just as long as it's me. Yeah, yeah, I'm as long as talk- it's you. I yeah, agree. yeah. If it's me oriented, nice? I'll talk forever. Isn't this nice? I'm one of those guys at the Vanity at this Fair time? party. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. No, Even no, no. Though, but I get a big slice of the pie too, so it's it is the tennis ball. Yeah, you're gonna. Hopefully, my goal is you do this podcast the rest of the day. You feel fed oh you're like i love it i got enough out i got enough in the rest of the day's bonus you think at access hollywood ah, they're uh, probably pros they're gonna be great i mean there's something about sitting here for an hour hour and a half and i could sit here and chat with you for I, we've talked for however long we've talked and it's felt like did Ten we minutes. talk about anything or do we skim the surface and then you listen to it seriously yeah. if you ever listen to it three years time you'll go like we talked about everything everything yeah it's great but i feel like we've got so much more to talk about wait I, what's the last question agree. The, can you think of a time in your la- in your life when you laughed really, really hard, and maybe the hardest in church? Thing you laugh. Yeah, church is the yeah, best in church. Yeah, church uh, laugh when yeah. you're not supposed to laugh. Yeah, I went home to Oklahoma, and we would always go to this this Baptist church where everyone lights a candle and sings Silent Night during Christmas. And this is Zach Galifianakis's story. Is it? Keep going. And, and before that happened, it's really beautiful because you see the whole thing like lit up and everyone's singing together and it's really nice. But bef- before oh, I that, I brought, I, brought, year I, yeah, I brought my wife at the time with me home to Oklahoma to, to share this experience. And she's the worst because if she, you know she, anything gets very serious, she starts laughing. Like she was like, I had a friend in high school come up to me and she was crying. I'm like, what's wrong? And she's like, my grandmother passed away last night. She's like... <laughs> Like, oh. we'll start like it's a problem like yeah. it's almost like you know like some sort of like social <laughs> after yeah. laugh it's a and we were phoenix we were yeah we were there in the church and this woman came out and if, i think because you're sitting there so rigidly yeah. in these pews and everyone's so buttoned up and like shh, you, you know can you hear can't, candles you're in a tight yes spot, you're, yeah. you're hearing the Should candles be able to hear these candles <laughs> i'm hearing them <laughs> and this woman got on stage and she was doing some uh, some Christmas song that had the lyric lamb in it. <laughs> and there were two things that happened. One, when she started singing, she sang like this. You know, uh, Away in the manger. And everyone's looking so seriously, like beautifully. And then I just see my, sh- my, my wife's like shoulders starting to do this, which shakes the entire pew. 
And you're just like, oh, fuck, I can't, I can't. And then they have a they have a the slideshow of images that's going on behind what the the song that she's singing, and there was sort of like these beautiful little paintings and whatever. And she gets to a lyric where she has to sing like like a little lamb or something like that. Yeah. And you can tell the people who put the slideshow together could not find a photo of a lamb, and it's just like all of these sort of beautifully abstract images. And then there's like this lamb that looked like it had like. <laughs> It just had some fucking disease and it was dying. This is a it's sticky like, lamb. It was a sticky lamb. And it was yeah. her singing and then this picture of a lamb that looked like it was on its death's door and it was drooling and it had mange. And it's like, and we just started howling. The entire church was like, you know, looking back and it was like, and it's one of those things that like the more you have to keep it together, the more you just lose it. This is a great and, answer. And that's church is the the greatest place the for best. laughter. The, uh, the best. The best laughs in my life have been, oh you know, there in that, that um, sacred place. So <laughs> Sadly, this that, is my thought on religion. Here you go. In yeah. a nutshell, I always get good laughs in church. <laughs>, <laughs> oh, God, I'm going to hell. I just hope... Just hope I'm in good company when I get there. Yeah, no, it'll be great. It's gonna yeah, be fantastic. Yeah. Jimmy Marson, thank you so much. You got it. The light went out. The door <laughs> is open. You were a delight. Always, always enjoy when I run into you. Thank you for doing this pod. I love this. Made my made my day. You're such a joy. Always love running into you. We'll a do pleasure. This. You Same. Just, uh, let me know if you need to keep this couch warm. I'll Are be you back. kidding me? Well, love you know, it. we did a bunch of X Men videos. It would have been hilarious if you play. I don't know if you could. If we were doing a pair, because we did these Professor X videos uh -huh. called X-Men, E-X-M-E-N, where I play Professor Xavier, and I fire the X-Men, and my friend Zach Kreger played Cyclops. Um, I'm not even asking you to watch it, but my question is, I do want you to watch it. <laughs> my question is, could you do that? Is that in you? Like, would you get in trouble if you played Cyclops outside of their jurisdiction? By who? I mean, like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean... Cease no. and desist or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's not even uh, that was when Fox had the the. Yeah. Uh, right? Okay. So it's, it's like, changed hands by I then. Think is it? Uh, it's in the MCU now. I don't know. Well, it's a very I don't know. it's very mean design. But I would be, I'd be be a joy to do that. Well, we'll maybe pull it we'll out do of that. storage and put the put the stuff on. Do you and have plus it? like relive the glory days a little bit for me? Yeah. Might be nice. No, 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 I'm kidding. You'll be pleased <laughs> to know that the most popular one is Wolverine because I think Wolverine is a garbage superhero. This is for another time. <laughs> oh, okay. He is outside of a bar fight. He's useless. Right, right, right. He is. At least you can laser beam yeah. miles away. True. Right. Which isn't that fun to 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 watch? Right. It's like. No, it's true. Right. And it's, it was a conversation on the second film. It's like, can I do something other than? And Brian was like, well, why would you? Wouldn't you just do that? And yeah. I was like, well, maybe not want to punch a hole through a mountain every time, right? Yeah. Let's, let's and he was like, work out something with the stunt guys. And like, yeah. Did you? But yeah. You probably, yeah, yeah. A little quick little fight scene thing. But, there you uh, go. But, so you didn't have to do this the whole time. Yeah. Just, well, that yeah. was our angle on Cyclops is that he's a nerd. And, yeah. that, and that the only thing protecting us all from certain death is a pair of Oakleys. Like that, <laughs> he, that's why he fires them. He's like, this is a liability nightmare. You need to get out of here. And he fires Rogue. A pair of Oakleys. Yeah, yeah a pair of Oakleys yeah, is... I'll, I'll send it to you. This is not going to... Yeah. yeah. Um, well, <laughs> pleasure. We have the guests say, keep it crispy at the end. It's not a trick. Yeah. It's just okay. the catchphrase. So if you would say, keep it crispy, we'll be done. Keep it crispy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jim. Oh, I should have done it with an Irish accent. Oh, do it. Yeah, yeah. Do it. You think we're done? I think we're done. Keep it crispy. <laughs> Our first, well, David O'Doherty. Uh, did he? Did yeah. He? Well, fuck David. Fucking right in the arse. Dear David, we're 
Oh, I take we're done. Keep it crispy. Fair play to you. Fair play to you. Very good. Very, very good. Brilliant. Oh, I love that.